Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Tuggeranong Stadium for today's WNBL clash between the home team, the Canberra Transact Capitals, and the Sydney Acuvue Flames. Good afternoon, Michelle. This is a very, very big game for both of these teams. Absolutely huge game. We have teams sitting fourth and fifth. Um, they last met in round four of the competition where Canberra travelled to Sydney and managed to get a two-point uh, last minute, uh, last second I should say, win over the AccuView Flames. So today's really important because these teams will meet three times during the season and so it could come down to uh, you know, the split between the two coming into the final. So I'm sure Sydney will be looking to get a win over the Capitals today so that at least the, uh, you know, they've got an opportunity to uh, take the split over the cap. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk, of course, in the last week about Lauren Jackson coming back to the Capitals. And uh, I can tell you for free that a lot of these girls will be wanting to win this game without Lauren Jackson to prove that, uh, you know, she's not the be-all and end-all of this Canberra Capitals lineup. And they've certainly got the potential to do it, as you mentioned. They've, they've done it already this season. Um, probably the key to the Sydney Flames unit has certainly been Susie Bakovic. She's, uh, she's been fantastic for them, as you would expect her to be. She's a very seasoned international player now. Absolutely. So we'll expect a big game from her. We're just going to have a listen to some of our coaches' interviews from the pre-game. First we've got uh, Karen Dalton. Karen Dalton, that's welcome back to Canberra. A big game tonight. Yeah, no, very, very big game for us. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. What about your team? How has it reacted with the change with Matt not being in it? Well, we've been without Nat for a while now, so uh, quite a few games, and you know, obviously we're a bit deeper than we have been in the past, so we've been able to cover her, you know, pretty well. And the imports or the returns, I should say, of Susie and, and others to the team, they've, they've gelled in well. Of course, Michaela coming back as well. Yeah, look, you know, I, I always said at the start of the season it was going to take us a little while to, to gel as a group because. Technically, I think when you put four starters, new starters into a group, it's, it's obviously going to be difficult. But, you know, we've been trying to get better every game. And, uh, you know, I think we've probably achieved that. And, you know, we need to continue with that today. And, of course, you're coming up against the Canberra side that has been a little bit lukewarm so far this season. Oh, look, I wouldn't expect any Canberra side to come up against Sydney side and be lukewarm. So, uh, you know, I think it'll be a typical Sydney-Canberra battle. And... You know, hopefully we can come out on top. Advantageous, I guess, that you don't have to face Loz this week as well. Oh, obviously, you know, but we're going to have to face her in the future, so, um, you know, I think the next will be playing, but, you know, it's great for the league to have her back, and, um, you know, we'll look forward to the challenge when she does suit up. All the best for the night. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. tonight, important game. You've always been saying your season could be over in December, and this game has to be a W. Yeah, look, it's a, fi yeah, it's a final, there's no question about that, you know. Um, teams leading into Christmas have got a lot of games against each other, you know. This is one that we can get the split on Sydney and put us level with them on wins-losses um, and put us right in the box seat. You know, our goal is to, to be second at Christmas time and that's about us taking care of our business and knowing that all the other teams in the top top six are playing each other, so the results are going to impact a lot on, on their, their records. So, I mean, it's the final, you know, it, it doesn't get any... It, that's pure and simple, it's the final. Anything come out of that AIS game midweek that you really needed to address? And those games, are, you know, they're they're not relevant to finals. In that, just you know, they're you're playing the whole bench. We're resting people. We had four games in ten days, so the relevance for, for today. I mean, there's you know, you're playing combinations that you don't normally play. Um, you know, they're a young group with with players out. So really, it was you know, 
some some version of a practice game and more for us about resting some key people. Now, Loz coming back into training, how has that helped the group? Yeah, look, she's limited at the moment, so right now she's just uh, shooting and stretching and doing a little bit of one-on-one. Um, you know, we'll build her up this week on the um, on the guidance of the AS, you know, sports medical staff. She started she started running, which is the big thing to impact her back. So, but we'll just build her in, and you know, we're used to having Lauren Jackson um, in and out of practices and playing games. That's you know, a lot of her career here was that you know we we helped her recover from the the duress that she had of playing back-to-back seasons overseas. Has the distraction gone now that it's all finalised? Mate, it's, uh, it's not a distraction to have Laura, you know, the, the thought of Lauren Jackson. It, you know, it, it's busier in other ways, but you know, this has been about, you know, when we're at practice, it's about the caps. You know, the work that went into getting Lauren signed was, was a lot of out-of-practice time, so this is all about you know, us playing in Sydney and, and going for the win. Are you happy with the match-up here tonight against Sydney? Yeah, look, I think we have some good match-ups. Obviously, they're without quarter, you know, we're, you know, and I guess in the whole Lauren Jackson saga, people forget that we've got Abby Bishop to come back, and, you know, Bishop will be back next week, and that's going to impact us hugely on the glass. So, look, you know, then without quarter, causes some different match-ups, but I think they're ones that we've handled well over the years, and you know, I think there's some great match-ups, Bakovic and Tolo, um, Apiaki and Beatty, you know, the guard spots. I mean, it's, you know, this is WNBL basketball. It's pretty good to watch. All the best for the night. Thanks, mate. So two uh, seasoned coaches there doing the, the pre-game thing. Uh, uh, I like what Karen said. She said, you know, any game between Sydney and Canberra is always going to be a huge battle. There's a, a massive history, particularly in the last 10 years, between these two clubs. These two clubs, these two coaches, uh, you know, it's certainly Sydney-Canberra is always a physical um, game. You know, there's a lot at stake. There's a lot of pride. There's a lot of history, as you say, between them. And I think it's just going to be a fantastic game. And, you know, there's been a lot of hype about Jacko coming back, but... That will be the last thing that's on the minds of the Canberra girls. This is about their pride. This is about getting the split over Sydney. And, you know, they'll be really focused on getting the job done because the reality is Jacko might be coming back into the group. Abby Bishop might be coming back into the group. But, there's, you know, those girls that are out there on the floor today have a lot of pride in themselves and they want to go out there and they want to get this win. Yeah, there was an inter- interesting article midweek in the, in the Canberra Times about how, you know, it didn't really say it, but it suggested that there might be a few players with their noses out of joint with Jacko coming in. I can't imagine one single player on that lineup, or for that matter, any lineup in this country who would have their nose put out of joint by being able to train and play and you know be part of the Lauren Jackson experience. It's, it's just a huge thing. They had a really good quote from Chantella Pereira, who said she was like you know this giddy little schoolgirl because she met her for the first time the other day. <laughs> She can't even believe that she's going to be hitting the court and playing a game with Lauren Jackson. So She's a superstar in the world exactly, of women's basketball, exactly. so it's quite a, quite a um, buzz for the girls. But anyway, she's not playing today. Today's about the two teams that are out on the floor, and you know I think it's going to be important. Tolo seemed to have a quiet game um, against uh, Townsville last last weekend, yeah. um, so you know she'll be looking for a big one and they'll need a big one out of her. You know We know that Sydney have lost Porter, so that's a big loss for them, but they've got Bakovic. And we all know what a, a star she is. And, uh, you know, also the fact that, um, you know, there's uh, Manu who's getting some good minutes and she's a big body to yeah. push around. And Rachel Herrick. So, so there's some real size out there. And that's a, a real problem for Canberra who have struggled on the boards all season. It's been their, I guess, what do you call it? It's been their real Achilles weakness. Heel. The yep. Achilles heel <laughs> of, of Canberra Capitals this season has been their ability to get on the boards because it's just so important for possession games. Where do you think uh, Canberra have a strength in this game? Look, I really, I think perhaps in depth, 
yep. I think, would be probably where I'd see it. You know, the guard matchups are going to be great. You're going to have Docky against Abrams, I'd imagine. Uh, sorry, Deanna Smith against um, Kelly Abrams, who's played a 250th game in this league on Wednesday night. That's a fantastic achievement yeah. for effectively one club. She had a spin yep. at the AIS when she was a scholarship holder, but it's very unusual to see someone rack up that many games with one club in this league. Uh, so you've got, you got the Docky and, and Abrams matchup. You've got the Hurst and Butler matchup. Um, you know, Afiaki, oh, who are we going to put on? You know, there's just some great, great matchups going to be out there tonight. So I'm really, this afternoon, I'm really looking forward to it. One thing that's helped the uh, Canberra uh, Canberra attempt to get second position is Dandenong Rangers. This already this afternoon that game, Dandenong 67 defeating the Townsville Fire 55 in Dandenong. Caitlin Ryan with 10 points along with Steph Cumming leading the uh, scorers for the Dandenong Rangers. Casey Nash out there chiming in with eight points, nine points for Ali Downey. And Townsville, whilst they were they were led well with 17 points by Annika Davies, Rachel Flanagan chiming in with 13 and 11 for Amy Lewis. It was a big upset in the terms of this year's WNBL. Huge upset that down there in Townsville. 0-2 <laughs> for the fire for their road trip. So that uh, the Capitals will certainly be cheering. Uh, Sydney will be cheering. All those teams that are sitting there will be very happy with that result. But we're here in Tuggerong. This game about to get underway. It's a fantastic crowd for a Sunday afternoon, Michelle. Great crowd for a Sunday afternoon. Probably seven or eight hundred people here. Yeah, and I think that there'll be a bit of noise made as well. So, um, uh, you know, let's get on with it. Let's get on with the ball game and uh, give everyone a bit of a show. Okay, Sydney are starting with Butler, Afiaki, Deanna Smith, Kayla Donkins, and of course Susie Batkovic. For the Capitals, we've got Beattie, Tolo, uh, Carly Wilson. Kelly Abrams and Nat Hurst. No surprises at all out there. Pretty much their strongest lineups. Both yeah. clubs probably have one or two players they could rotate in there. But With the big lineup, Canberra's going to have to make some adjustments defensively, I think, to some of those matchups we talked about pre game. Caps win the tip off. Tracy Beattie gets the ball to Tolo. She kicks it off to Natty Hurst. Goes down the right wing, baseline to Wilson. Wilson gets it round, swings it through to Tolo, over to Kelly Abrams on the left hand. Oh, oh great cut from Tolo. Just rolls around the front of the ring. That was a very nice offensive move there. Deanne Butler with the ball to Sydney now. Brings it into the front court. Natty Hurst wearing her like a glove. Afiaki now drives a bit. Gives some room on Tracy Beatty. Puts up the shot, but it clangs off the front of the iron. Beatty with the rebound up to Hurst. Hurst down to Abrams. Frenetic pace as we'd expect in the first opening minutes of this game. Natty Hurst at the 45 outside the three. Goes centre to Wilson. Wilson gets it down to Abrams, into Beatty. Beatty backs up against Afiaki. Got a height advantage there, but just kicks it back out to Abrams. Two on the shot clock. Kel pulls the trigger. No good. Oh, Natty Hurst almost snuck in and got the rebound there, but Sydney control it. Deanna Smith now over to Susie Batkovic. She drives on Tolo, puts a shot up, oh. that left-hander. She's and hard to defend, isn't she? Very she, hard to just, defend. You know, that lefty uh, comes from nowhere and a good balance on that shot. Nice soft finish going hard against Tolo. Kelly Abrams with the ball now. Kicks it high to Beatty. Out to Wilson. She's open for three. Puts a shot up. Just rattles in and out. Doesn't drop. Sydney in the break now. Deanna Smith gets it down to Domkin. She goes baseline. Makes the layup. Sydney leading 4-0. Matty Hurst now. In transition, just slows things down, waits for her teammates to get set up. Carly Wilson with the ball, feeds it into Tolo. Ooh, Tolo just bit low, that pass around her knees. 
Vakovic picks it up, gets it to Deanna Smith on the break. She kicks it off to Donkins. I reckon Jockey could have made that layup. Yeah, Donkins unable to as Abrams bringing the ball back. Canberra's getting good looks offensively. They just haven't been able to convert them as we see almost. A, no, Vakovic's been called for a foul there trying to fight over the seal of Tolo in the low post. So she's talking to the ref about it. She's not happy. That's unusual, Susie. <laughs> Arguing a call. <laughs> no, I mean, Susie's used to playing with some very large players and strong players, so she just probably part of her game out here is just adjusting to that. Shot from Wilson doesn't drop. Back to Vic with the rebound off to Deanna Butler. Deanna Butler, sorry. Oh, oh bullet pass there to Afiaki. She kicks it off to Dompkins. No, it's off to Butler. Her shot's no good. Carly Wilson with the rebound. Too many referees out there in the way, can't call the game. <laughs> Wilson now gets it in to the post to Tolo, back out to Beattie, round it. Natty Hurst, she drives on Deanna Smith, puts up a little shot, no good. Bakovic again with the rebound, Dockies away on the fast break. Easy layup They're for Sydney. Running the floor really well off of the defensive glass. Donkins and, and Smith are just getting out in those lanes. Pretty physical half-court game defensively that Sydney are playing. They're really making it very hard for Cameron to get a look. Wilson with the ball over to Abrams. Oh, her pass is picked off by Afiaki. A lot of sloppy turnovers from Canberra early, and you know, this Flames are up 6 0 with uh, 6.50 to go in this first quarter. Deanna Smith with the ball gets it out to Butler. Butler into back of Vic in the post. She posts up against Tolo, just too strong. That's going to be an area that'll hurt Canberra through this game, I think. It's been a long time, Simon, since we've seen Canberra get into a game. Four minutes almost into a game and they've yet to score. They've had lots of good opportunities and Graffy, quite rightly, has, uh, you know, called the timeout. They've just got to stop the flow at the moment for, uh, for Sydney because they're really running high on momentum. They're doing a good job defensively, but, uh, you know, Canberra had some good looks early, unable to convert them. And, uh, you know, I guess maybe that's starting to take a little toll on them there. Patience is Mentally, worn, yeah. Yeah, patience is worn out a little bit because they were executing quite well offensively and... Uh, you know, we'll see what um, Craig Ravel is going over to try and listen into the timeout. And we're, hopefully, we might be able to hear him. If not, he'll certainly report back after this. Yeah, Sydney just pretty much scoring at will at the moment. They, I mean, they've got four of those points off fast break transition where they've just been able to get out on the floor and run it hard back, where they've been lucky to have opportunities where Canberra's guards have been deep down on the baseline or as part of their offensive set and they've just had pretty much a free reign to come back in there as Craig has been talking to. Yeah, as you could expect, Coach Graff was right into the girls immediately saying you cannot give them that many fast break transitions. She wants them to pick up on the D and really concentrate. There's a number of plays she actually said, when Sydney core five, they're running this play, you've got to know, you've got to know that they're going to do this. And for uh, Coach Dalton, just a, a cautionary tale to back of the ground, don't reach in. <laughs> Fair call there from the coach. Cam- uh, Canberra in offence now. Carly Wilson with the ball in the 45 gets it into Beattie. She's got the seal. Ends up going reverse, but I think she had, the- call. she had the seal for a drop step there. I don't think she realised that it was open. She'd uh, gotten Mafiaki wrong footed there, but uh, just tried to do a little too much with it. So it's Sydney ball again in the backcourt. Deanne Butler bringing it up just over the halfway now. Natty Hurst is closing that defence on her. Dompkins with the ball, so she's come on for Sydney. Back to Butler, into Bakovic in the post. She goes in against Tolo. 
Yeah, Tolo has got a tough day at the office coming up. Oh, look, anyone has a tough day Absolutely. at the office when they yeah. match up against Batkovic. You know, it's an international That's no standard. slide against Tolo at all. <laughs> that's, that's right. And she's just quite a bit more physically stronger. So, uh, you know, she will struggle as Batkovic steps to the line. Batkovic Brown, as we should actually yes, be calling yes. her, knocks down the first. Capitals are still scoreless in this first quarter as Susie makes it 10 0 to the Capitals as we see Jess Bibby coming onto the floor for Carly Wilson. Jess didn't play in Wednesday night's game against the AIS. They rested her. So She'll be feeling good. Yeah. So hopefully she can give the Canberra uh, scoreline a little bit of a boost. Yeah, a bit of scoring Bibby magic. One thing that Graffy did say to the girls as a positive was the looks they've been getting are good. It's just not dropping yet. Definitely they're, they're getting up and looks. I see Bibby pull the trigger. Oh, almost... Straight off the bench, nails a three, but there's this transition from Sydney. It's really quick at the moment. Donkins now with the ball, gets it back to Butler. Butler hits Apiaki on the free throw line. Tracy Beattie just trying to close her out. Ooh, Tracy probably bailed her out there. She did a, did a good enough job with the body to force her really deep down under the basket, but then just the hand reaching out, picking up the foul. Yeah, it's a, an interesting matchup that one, Beatty against Afiaki. I mean, Beatty's got the reach to be able to stop the uh, jump shot. Absolutely. And, but will and she, so she can give enough space to try and uh, um, you know stem the offensive penetration from Afiaki, but on that occasion wasn't able to. As Afiaki misses the first of her two foul shots. Knocks down the second, so it's 11 zip, 5:44 left in this first quarter. Hannah Bowley coming on for Tracy Beattie. Just Beattie didn't play on Wednesday night either. They're giving her every opportunity to rest that... Um, Injured body. Those, yeah, I was just going to say, which one shall I talk about? There's many injuries that she's carrying. Natty Hurst now with the ball for Canberra. Over to Kel Abrams. Abrams back to Hurst, through to Bibby. Bibby well outside the three, but still within her range. Abrams now, she gets the ball, drives in, inside, goes right across the keyway, kicks it back to Bibby, gets some room, there's that circus stuff that Bibby loves, gets it off about half a second before the shot clock went and nailed it, and this crowd loves that that zero, that big egg is gone. (laughs) Deanna Smith with the ball for Sydney at the 45, oh, quick one-two pass over to Apiaki, down into Bakovic Brown. Smart execution, just move the ball and get uh, Bakovic on the reverse seal there as Hurst got the ball at the point looking to set up play for Canberra. Hurst drives into the 45, looks for the pass, it isn't on, turns around, says I'll take the shot anyway. Makes it 4-13 now. Susie Bakovic goes coast to coast, little tough shot off the glass, she came down awkward, she looks alright though. Kel Abrams now goes coast to coast. Lay up there. Ooh, two defenders had Deanna Smith and Apiaki. Both got a clean block on the ball. Weren't going to let anything go through easily. Ellie Manu's come on for Apiaki. Canberra inbounds from the baseline. Bibby with the ball. Baseline shot. Doesn't go. Tolo with a great rebound. Gets some room. Had great position off the rebound. Just pulled it in and was able to make an easy two-foot Layup essentially, so 13-6. Four minutes, 14 left. Donkins with the ball, kicks it wide to Butler. Butler drives into the key, pull up jump shot, nails it. Look, that's just a great explosive little move from Butler there, and uh, yeah, great, great execution. Well, Sydney pretty much shooting and scoring from all over the floor at the moment. 
Bully with the ball, gets it to Abrams on the right-hand wing. Deanna Smith just edging a bit too close. Not a lot in that, but the ref called it. So, Docky looking a little bemused. But as long know, as they call this, it the same way exactly, for the whole game. She knows right? how they're going to blow now. So, Abrams gets it into Nat Hurst on the baseline, right-hand side. She drives into the key, gets some room out in the shoulder, puts a shot up, no good. Back to Vic Brown with the rebound. Ooh, Nat Hurst and Butler just wrapped it up there, but Deanna Butler gets it out over to Deanna Smith. Bakovic drives again, dishes off to Donkins this time, reseals in the post. Going to work against Tolo, turns, spins. Travel this time, so Tolo, I think uh, well the scouted. advantage... Well scouted there, yeah. because it was quite clear that Tolo was going to overplay her left, and uh, that's what happened, was that Bakovic was looking to try and force Spun away back right, right back, and, yeah. uh, you know, good pressure, um, just, you know, created that uh, turnover, the travel turnover. As we see Bakovic, who's been huge in these opening minutes just taking a few a bit of a breather yeah she comes off uh afiaki comes back on for her tracy Beatty gives tolo a breather as well for canberra kelly abrams now with the ball left wing outside the three gets it into the high post to Beatty. she kicks it back out to hurst she goes to the top of the key dumps it into bowley oh bowley almost loses control but manages to gain it three on the shot clock abrams is open for three just short doesn't drop. Oh, Jess Bibby <laughs> got the rebound and just threw up a little bit of a circus shot. It didn't drop. Ellie Manu's got the ball in transition right under the basket. Hannah Bowling did a job, great Hannah job to defend her. They called a jump ball. There's a fast break there from Sydney and the, the pass was pretty long. Bowling was pretty much... Uh, sorry... Ellie Manu was pretty much... Uh, Behind the backboard there, really. Yeah, almost, so. almost out of bounds. She really had nowhere to go. And Hannah Bowley did a great job of just wrapping her up Fantastic and uh, giving her nowhere to move. But um, Another timeout called here. And as we look, it's 2.49 to go in the first quarter. And Canberra... 15-6. 15-6. So they made a bit of a run. They were 13 zip down at one point. So they'll be glad to break the drought. And uh, we'll hear from Craig Ravel when he comes back from the timeouts what the coaches are talking about. I think certainly um, from Canberra's perspective, you know, the defence of Sydney is creating some problems. We've seen a number of times where they've had to get down to the last couple of seconds to get a shot off. So, you know, that's really the credit to uh, Sydney's defence there. And um, I think they, Canberra, have in fact picked up their defensive pressure and they're doing a much better job of, of taking Sydney out of their game a bit. The, the, uh, we talked about it when it happened, but that little contest with, with Tolo and Bakovic. Tolo seems a lot more comfortable the further away they are from the basket. Tolo's got, uh, got great athleticism. She's got good feet, great long reach, and uh, she certainly seems able to, to handle Susie a lot better the further they are from, from the basket. But we'll, and, uh, and that's because of the difference in strength between the two of them. Absolutely. Craig's been able to uh, have a chat. Yeah, the next 2.40, Coach Graff said, is all about the D. They're going to try a few different things in offence to try and open up the players try and get the bigs a bit of space to work in but it is all about the D for the Cavs for the next two minutes 40 from Coach Dalton it's boxing out the call, once again it's all defence if you want to win a championship inbound ball from Deanna Smith gets it to Manu, her layup doesn't go it's going to be a foul on Tracy Beatty. she picks up her second of the evening the afternoon so Ellie Manu will go to the line to shoot two they had a lot of trouble getting that ball in from the inbound pass, though. So that's uh, that's that Capitals defence stepping up. She misses the first of the free throws. 
and makes the second. So Bali inbound from the baseline. We've had a whistle blown. We're having a, a substitution. Jamie Kennedy coming on for Deanne Butler, who's done a, a wonderful job of running well, both the floor. Hurst and Butler have basically negated each other's games. So, yeah. you know, that, that's a win in itself. Natty Hurst now with the ball gets it to Abrams. Back to Hurst, out to Bibby. Bibby drives to the free throw line, pulls she up. Oh, just rims out. Kennedy with the ball. Oh, almost popped it up under the pressure from Hurst. Gets it over to Donkins. Back to Kennedy now. Back to Donkins. Oh, this backcourt doesn't look as strong. as <laughs> Certainly as Smith and Butler. Afiaki gets it out to Kennedy. Natty Hurst there. Afiaki open on the baseline, turns and shoots. It doesn't drop. Ooh, Deanna Smith. Oh, look, it's just great hustle all over yeah. the world. There's bodies flying everywhere. You've got Tracy Beattie on the ground after it. You've got Eva Afiaki as well. It's great to see that, you know, these girls are so competitive and they just want it so much that they're throwing absolutely everything at it. Anytime you see someone the size of Tracy Beattie, you know, getting down and after the ball, you know that there's a lot of effort <laughs> going in. Just uh, getting rid of some of the moisture off the floor after those bodies went down. Bailey with the ball to Natty Hurst. She's bringing it up. Jamie Kennedy defending her. Chantella Pereira is now on for Canberra. Abrams is taking a rest. Yep, she had 18 points for the Caps on Wednesday night against the AIS. Just a pass there broken up by Domkin. She knocks it out of bounds, so it's 11 on the shot clock. Bibby with the ball gets it in right-hand baseline to Hurst. Out to Bowley. Bowley gets it into Pereira. She... Slides around, yep. Slippery in offense, Chantella Pereira. She's very quick. Very quick, and she just cuts hard, so yeah. she's very hard to defend. So, uh, you know, she needs to exploit that as much as she can. So she'll go to the foul line. A minute 47 left, and Bakovic Brown has come back on. Deanna Smith will take a rest. So Pereira will go to the line. Misses the first, seems to be the trend tonight. Miss the first, make the second. Let's see if she can follow suit. And she does. So 16 plays 7 with 1.45 left in this first quarter. Jamie Kennedy with the ball for Sydney, brings it up. Gets it to Brown. Bakovic Brown's back on the court. And Taylor Donkins right under the basket. Big come across shop there from Bali. She... Uh, Went the ball, but made sure that there was no shot coming off there either. So that's going to be her first of the evening. And, and Donkins will go the line. And that's also Canberra's fourth team foul for the quarter. So for this last minute and a half of this quarter, uh, every time Canberra foul, they'll send uh, Sydney to the foul line, which, you know, potentially isn't that, um, that, isn't that damaging, yeah. given that they're probably not shooting a great percentage from the foul line. Domkins misses the first free throw. Carly Wilson and Mariana Tolo have come back on for Canberra. So we've got Tolo, Wilson, Bibby, Hurst and Pereira. And bit of confusion there going after the ball. Susie Bakovic coming over the back. Probably lucky not to get a little bit of foul there. But this is probably why it's Canberra possession, yeah. I would argue. <laughs> so because so the I don't think it I'll just give the ball to Canberra. <laughs> um, Nat Hurst now. Up to Jess Bibby. Bibby's got Domkins defending her. Probably a good matchup. Domkins quite quick. Into Tolo in the post. Kicks it out to Pereira. Pereira drives on Afiaki. Loses control. Manages to pull it back in. Jess Bibby now with the ball. Little layup through two defenders. 
scooped it up pretty early and she makes the basket as only just maybe can. Apiaki now with the ball for Sydney. Gets it off to Kennedy. Canberra crowd getting very involved. Kennedy out there. little Not getting a lot of room. Ellie Manu down in the low post. Got the ball now. Rattles the shot. Rattles around. Ooh, contest there between Tolo and Apiaki. Tolo's deemed to have fouled. I think that's her second. Yeah, look, I, yep. I was impressed with uh, Chantella Pereira on that switch there. She really just worked hard. You know, she ended up on Manu in the post and was able to put her under enough pressure to force her to miss the shot. Um, and then Tolo on the contest, the rebounding contest with uh, Evie Asiaki, just unable to not foul her. That's her second personal, I think. Here's an interesting move Coach Graff has put on Jess McCormick. I'd say she'd be told to go out there and get in Susie Bakovic-Brown's way. Well, if there's someone <laughs> who's got almost the same size and the yep. same strength, it's Jess McCormick. She's a nice, strong body. Definitely. As Zafiaki makes the second and uh, Sydney are up 18-9 with just on 45 seconds to go. Hurst goes coast to coast, can't finish it off and Zafiaki comes up with the board. Sydney are in transition, finds Bakovic on the left-hand side who travels. Travel. Don't give it to the big girl at that pace. <laughs> <laughs> Susie did a fantastic job running the floor. Running the but, uh, yeah. uh, we saw exactly Momentum. that. We saw McCormick in a way and she had to pull up pretty quickly. Gets the travel. Natty Hurst now with the ball for Canberra. There's 24 seconds left, 13 on the shot clock. She drives, gets around Kennedy, dumps the Great ball pass. into Carly Wilson. She's got a lot of attention in there but gets a shot, gets her own rebound. We've got 12 seconds left. On the quarter clock, Natty Hurst is going to slow things down, make sure Canberra gets a good look. She drives into an open key, rattles around, drops the jump shot. Smart play, I think, if you're going to exploit a matchup with the groups that were on the floor, it's clear it out Definitely. and let Natty go to work against Jamie Kennedy. And that's not a reflection on Jamie, that's just the fact that, you know, Natty's got the speed and uh, the experience. Yep. Yeah, so anyway, it's quarter time, and uh, Sydney are leading 18 11 over the Capitals. Canberra are probably pretty happy with that result given they were down 13 zip and uh, yeah. that was quite deep <laughs> into the quarter. So, you know, overall you wouldn't want to be down by seven points to Sydney in any game, but they've come off pretty well considering the start they had, Simon. Both teams running pretty hard too. That was a, a, a very physical and very hard run first quarter. So we, we've got another 30 minutes of basketball left. Uh, fitness and stamina will come into it. Michelle's just having a look at the stats there. Look, there's nothing that really stands out on the stats other than the fact that Canberra are sitting, sorry, shooting 26% from the floor, 5 of 19, compared to a 46% uh, conversion rate for Sydney. The other one, of course, is the rebound count. Canberra getting beaten on the boards, 11 to 7. Uh, probably not as much of a shellacking <laughs> as they received against Townsville that we all know uh, happened last week, but certainly it's something that Canberra will be wanting to make sure that they stay focused on. But, uh, you know, really the rest of the stats are looking pretty even there. So, you know, it's going to be another quarter of tough basketball and uh, I think it'll be a, a, a really um, tight game, this one. I think if any team can get an ascendancy in, in, in one of the quarters and bust it open a bit, then, you know, that's uh, something that obviously you want to be concerned about because once a team love the calibre of Sydney or Canberra, establish a good solid lead very difficult to pull it back as you said it was uh, it was 13 zip there at one stage since that stage capitals have come back it's been 11-5 so uh certainly starting to to tilt the advantage in canberra's fashion happy with the offense of the team 
but more importantly, they want McCormick in the face of Bakovic getting right in front of her. Also, the blockouts look for a lot more physical uh, physicality from the Caps in this quarter. Because, Brad said, they're not calling blockout fouls. You've got to get physical. Brad with Coach Dalton. Yes, Coach Dalton, very, uh, very firm in her... Uh, words of the team about uh, trying to improve the decision making on the fast breaks uh, d- doesn't think that they've capitalised, wants them to really either go to the hoop hard or if Canberra are there to, to back it out and get a good good shot selection. Thanks Brad yeah good call there they uh, they certainly the first couple of drives and, and uh, offensive transition sitting were very strong but it weakened off back to the game now Natty Hurst with the ball for Canberra, gets it down to Pereira. Pereira drives baseline on Donkins. Ooh, travel. Susie Bakovic came across there like the like the Berlin I'd, Wall. <laughs> I'd, I'd travel if I saw Bakovic Hell and yes. Bakiaki coming at me and I was Chantella Pereira. It was interesting also to hear that Natalie Hurst and also Kelly Abrams, a lot to say before Graf got into the dugout there. Just those two leaders really trying to fire this Capitals team up. Sydney turned the ball over and Hurst is off in transition. She's got an open basket but finds Pereira in the corner for three. Ooh. Unable to make it and Sydney come up with the possession. Canberra getting good looks but ooh, just Pereira goes down there. I don't think there was much in it. Just a little bit of contact there with, with Deanna Smith. Sydney slide down in their front court. We've got an off the... Ooh, this time offensive foul to Deanna yeah. Smith. Didn't see the contact. Certainly no. saw... I think that's just a reflection of frustration from Deanna Smith there. Chantella Pereira is quite um, a pesky defensive player Definitely. and she's, you know, all hustling her hard and uh, Doki just raised an elbow on that occasion and Pereira probably milked it for what it was worth, <laughs> to be honest, but uh, it doesn't matter, the ref flew it. Dee Butler spent a lot of time on the bench in that last quarter too and uh, I know the physio and team manager were both quite uh, concerned about Butler, so we'll keep an eye on her in case there's an injury there that she's going to have to manage for the rest of the game. Dibby drives hard against Domkins, can't convert it, but Jess McCormick comes up with a oh. big board, can't convert it again, but Pereira in there, it's getting physical, Simon. Pereira pulls <laughs> it out and Canberra will reset for the offence. Yeah, nothing, uh, nothing avert, nothing dirty, but it's getting very tough at both ends of the floor. Maddie Hurst now with the run around at the top of the key, kicks it to Bibby, she nails a three. 18 now plays 14. Canberra get first blood in this second quarter. Back of it, Brown now with the ball. Dubious pass in there to Afiaki. She did a great job to hang on to it. Kicks it out to Deanna Smith. She drives on Pereira. Dishes it to Domkins. Domkins shoots. It's her game. No good though. Natty Hurst comes away with the rebound. She's in transition. Sydney looking a little disorganised. Finds Bibby open for three. Just short this time. Probably a little bit of a quick release there from Bibby. But that's her game, you know, you put her out there and that's what you want Bibby to do. She's going to light it up. So we've got another, got another uh, time out here called. I'm not sure who's called that one, but um, teams are going to the benches and they'll... It's almost turning into a game of chess. <laughs> it's very it strategic. Indeed. It is indeed. We'll keep our sideline reporters busy anyway. Yep, they Brad, can earn their money. Brad and Craig will be going, uh, running up and down the floor. A lot of this game, I think it's going to be a close one. 
no matter what the result. And on that last defensive set there of Canberra, what we saw was when uh, Graffia talked in the timeout, in the quarter break, sorry, about being a lot more physical on the box-out situations. Mm. And certainly Carly Wilson generated that transition basketball for Bibby because she was a really aggressive box-out, which enabled uh, Hurst to come into the space she created and get possession. So, you know, certainly... Uh, Carly Wilson took it to heart and then executed well on that occasion. Be interesting to see what happens with the Deanna Smith, uh, the Butler stuff because it's uh, Dee's a fairly big part of of this lineup for Sydney it's, and certainly a part that will, uh, as you said, there was a lot of her and, and Natty Hurst sort of nullified each other in that first quarter. That's right, and, and she is a very important. She plays a really critical role if, in this group, particularly because you've got a Bakovic Brown, you've got a, an Afiaki, you've got a Docky Smith and you've got a Domkins on the floor and they're all scorers, you know. You need someone who can get the ball to them. As we go to Brad, he's going to tell us what he has. Yeah, just come back from the huddle with Coach Dalton and uh, once again working very, very strongly on defence right now. Uh, Coach Dalton was uh, very firm with their guards about not, not getting back too quickly on offence without before the rebound has actually been received and also about negotiation of screens. Uh, and trying to take care of Matt Hurst in, in offence. Yeah, well, she's it's all about three. D here as Doc puts up a big shot over the top of Wilson. McCormick is also facing wow. off back here, France, but it was Pereira who hit the ground early. And uh, Graff has got the quote of the game as Domkins, oh, can't get the putback. Pereira and Hurst going after the ball, knock it over the baseline. Graff, with the call of the game, guys, it was... Sydney are blowing a head gasket at the moment. We've just got to convert. <laughs> we go back to the action and uh, Docky will inbound the ball from the baseline for Sydney. She finds Domkins open, unable to make it, and McCormick did a good job of keeping back to Dick Brown off the board. Kept her busy, that's for sure. Natty Hurst now in the offensive transition for the Caps. Right hand wing, kicks it over to McCormick at the top, through to Pereira at the left. Pereira looks at the outside shot, puts it up just long. McCormick with the rebound, Pereira gives it off. The drive to Wilson. Wilson back. It's very physical in there, yeah. And Carly Wilson was trapped in the key there. And that's just because we had McCormick give up her open look, and then you had yeah. Pereira do the same. You've just got to a, take those opportunities. A girls. confidence thing from yeah. both of those girls. They really didn't have good looks, and they gave it into Carly, who had nowhere to go. Dee Butler with the ball now. Natty Hurst giving her a bit of grief in the back court. No easy way to bring the ball up at the moment for Sydney. Donkins back to Butler. Butler gets it to Brown in a very high post. She drives on McCormick. McCormick does a great job just being in the way. Puts the shot off. Pereira with the rebound. She brings the ball up for Canberra. Just slows things down a little bit. Gets it into Jess McCormick. Ooh, almost coughed up the ball, but hangs onto it. Kicks it through. Carly Wilson has it now. Natty Hurst outside the three. Left-hand side. Five on the shot clock. Out wide to Pereira on the right-hand side. A shot almost air balls. Doesn't hit the ring. Just hits the uh, the basket. Deanna Smith now drives Lovely on Bibby. Great move, little spin move, bump to get Bibby yeah. out of the way and is able to convert. Bit of shake and bake out of uh, Docky Smith. There Three and a half minutes though till Sydney's first basket of the quarter. So 20 plays, 14 now. Nat Hurst with the ball. Gives it off to McCormick at the top of the key. Just Bibby outside shot, doesn't drop. Great rebound from Afiaki. Had three capitals to, to wave off. She goes coast to coast. Carly Wilson runs with her. Yeah, and Just Wilson, a bit of a blocking foul. Wilson had no, no um, choice there because the, <laughs> it was like the parting of the Red Sea. No one, yep. no one hedging at her and slowing her down. They were too busy focusing on the players running the lane. 
Um, look, I think one of the things that Canberra's offence with uh, McCormick's done a great job of um, working hard on, on Bakovic and really did a fantastic job, but offensively it stagnated Canberra's mm-hmm. defence a little, uh, sorry, offence a little bit because she wasn't really a scoring threat in there. So the opportunities for Canberra on the perimeter dried up a little bit as Afiaki makes the first of her foul shots. So 21 plays 14, 6 minutes and 4 seconds left in the second quarter. She makes the second. So Afiaki's limping as she leaves the floor there. I don't know whether that's anything serious or whether... She's it's had dramas with that knee. It's strapped. We saw her go down in the Opals game uh, before the season. Abrams is back on for the Capitals. She gives it to Natty Hurst. She drives up to the top of the key. Over to Abrams on a half drive. A lot of traffic in there. She kicks it back out to Natty Hurst. Oh, off the front of the ring. Oh, Hurst with a big foul. Yeah, it's on the frustration patch. She's not having the best shooting night tonight. No one is really. No. And then none of the Sydney girls and certainly none of the Capitals girls are, are shooting as they normally would. But that, that's a reflection of the intensity, I think, in the game. That's right. It's the defensive pressure. And, you know, Canberra 22%, one of 10 from three-point land. Butler with the ball to Domkins. Domkins. Well, big screen from back to yeah. the ground. Domkins trying to use that height advantage on Bibby, but Bibby doing a great job of defending her. Kicks it to Butler. She drives baseline. Puts up oh. a shot. It's no good, but Ellie Manu ends up scrapping it around. Wow, it's getting, uh, it's getting very physical under the basket. A lot of frustrated players oh, out there. Oh, great reach in from oh, Tolo, but she threw it away. Oh, we Capitals end up getting it. <laughs> The pass from Manu almost as bad as Tolo's. It ends up in a very roundabout kind of way, getting to follow in the post, and she does a little hook. And Sydney have just thrown the ball away, and Manu wow. just, uh, you know, threw the ball out to Docky uh, Deanna Smith, and she wasn't able to chase it down. It's getting so crazy out there. It is. It's getting quite physical. There's a lot of screen action as we look at. Uh, Sydney's defence. I think they might be going to a bit of a zone here. They have. It looks like a match-up zone to me at this point of the game, so they're switching up their D. Dan Butler just getting a hand on that ball, knocking it out. Still plenty of time on the clock for Canberra. 16 seconds. Afiaki's on the bench with a lot of ice on that knee. Hurst brings the ball around, finds Abram free on the three-point line. She kicks it to Bibby in the left-hand corner, feeds it to Beattie in the post, looking to go against nice. the new lovely spin. Lovely spin. Really good. Beautifully. Great post move on Manu. So the score, 22-18. Caps back to within four. Deanna Butler with the ball for Sydney. Is it Deanna, Deanna Smith? Trying to find Bakovic in the post area. Out to Manu, looking for that one-two. But Beatty blocks off the pass this time. Gets it to Hurst. Out to Jess Bibby. Three-point shot. Air ball. Wow. We don't see too many of those. No, certainly not from Jess Bibby on any occasion. So, uh, you know, I think that one... Well, you know, Jess is out there to do a job as we see some good D from Hurst on Butler. Smith has the ball on the left-hand wing, feeds it to Manu at the point, cuts hard, looks for the post up low, but, uh, you know, a lot of lot of cut action out of Sydney, but they're not going anywhere with it. Domkins has got the ball, she comes up a big screen from Brown, he comes up against Tracy Beatty and can't finish it. Never in transition, Bibby on the break. Nails the two, and Canberra are two points down. 22 to 20, Sydney lead, 3.53 to go, as we have a... Uh, substitution. Sub- well, Afiaki's coming back on, so... Yeah, they need her. They need her out on the floor. It creates a real difficulty defensively for Canberra. We now have a situation where Beattie is obviously going to have to match up on Afiaki again, and that definitely creates some difficulties for them defensively. Deanne Butler walking pretty slowly off the floor, too, as Jamie Kennedy replaces her. 
Kennedy with the ball now, gets it to Afiaki through to Donkins. She drives on Bibby. Bibby does a great job of defense, just forces into a bad shot. Bibby with the rebound. Now Pereira's got the ball in transition. Gets it down to Kel Abrams. Into the post to Tolo. Ooh, just wrapped up there. Brown fouls. Back to Vic Brown. She picks up, I think that's her second. Two, two team fouls each at the moment with uh, three minutes 20 left. And look, uh, Coach Graff has taken the opportunity to rest Nat Hurst with Butler on the uh, bench as well. And we see Pereira out there. Bibby unable to make a jump shot. Kennedy with the ball, bringing it up. Finds Afiaki in the corner. This is the matchup. Oh, that was great defense from Tracy Beatty. I thought she... Uh, Afiaki very unlucky. Went tumbling down but forced Afiaki to back off and take an outside jump shot and it didn't drop. Tolo with the ball now. Out to Abrams. Hits up Beatty with the post. Kicks it back out to Jess Bibby. Bibby gets it to Pereira on the right-hand side. Into Tolo. Back to the competition. Tolo goes left. She's going to get fouled again though. I'm not sure whether they've called... No, not on back of it. It's on Jamie Kennedy. Backaby did a good job, went with her, forced her really wide. Yeah. But uh, Jamie Kennedy bailing her out on the shot. I think that's uh, quite clearly, as we see Natalie Hurst coming back on the floor for Jess Bibby and uh, Jess, McCormick. Jess McCormick for Tracy Beatty. But I think it's a quite clear instruction that Graffy has given them is that look to get the ball into Tolo in the post against Backovic Brown because she has been a little bit frustrated with some of the refereeing down there. Can foul too. And she can be yep. foul, pr- foul prying. So that's obviously something that they're looking to exploit at the moment. I would imagine that we'd see a switch in defence here with uh, McCormick going back onto Backovic Brown and Tolo will probably take on Afiaki. Tolo misses the second free throw, so it's 22-21. Sydney have only scored four points in this second quarter so far. Two minutes, 44 left. Afiaki with the ball for Sydney, gets it wide to Deanna Smith. She drives on Pereira. Pereira does a good job being that pest that Michelle talked about earlier. And And Doppie's been called for another offensive foul. Deanna Smith looks very frustrated out there. She's really... She's doing a great job, not getting a lot of luck go her way. She's going to sit down with three fouls. Two minutes 33 left and in this quarter. And importantly, that's the fourth team foul for Sydney as well. So for you know any foul opportunities that Canberra can uh, draw out of Sydney will send them to the foul line. Nat Hurst over to Pereira, wide open, but Jamie Kennedy closes her out. Pereira drives to the free throw line. Kel Abrams now. She goes baseline. Gets a ball, kicks it out to Natty Hurst. Just good D from Sydney forced a, uh, a dubious pass there from Kelly Abrams. Yeah, Sydney are doing a great job of clogging up the middle defensively and stopping the penetration. So it's really um, Canberra really struggling to find the, the uh, penetration into the middle of that key. D Butler with the ball gets it to Domkins. Back out to Butler. Jess Cormack there just comes across with a reach in and she's called for the foul on Bakovic, but. I don't know, I'm thinking if you carry Graf, you're happy with that. Let Susie know she's getting nothing easy. Getting nothing easy, and uh, she's not getting the ball in the post. If I'm That's a right. I'm thinking I'll foul her before she's Absolutely. got the ball in the post. Yeah, make it as easy for yourself as possible. You've got five to give. And the team's got a couple to give at the moment. Domkins to Afiaki, out to Jamie Kennedy. Susie Bakovic open for three. three She'll hit these. She is a great outside shooter for a big girl, and she... Nails that three-point shot. So 25 plays 21 with 145 left. Tolo answers it. Unable to. Oh, and then a frustration foul from her. So 
It's high drama out there. <laughs> Tolo picks up her That's third a, personal. Not good. That's a bit of a concern. We'll see Tracy Beattie coming back out onto the floor for Tolo. And, in fact, that's now Canberra's in the uh, bonus situation as well. So any fouls from here on in this last minute 40, uh, we'll see the teams going to the foul line. Floor wipers are out there getting rid of some of the sweat. There's a lot of bodies yeah, hitting the ground. a bit of work ground. for them today, I think. <laughs> so Aviaki is going to inbound the ball baseline to Butler. She gets it in the backcourt. She's got Pereira buzzing around. Gets it over into the front court. Susie back if you come a very high post feed travel. there, but big travel there from Afiaki. Tried to fake a big pass to Susie back if and just slid that back pivot foot. That's right. We've seen quite a few travels called in this game, which is quite unusual at mm. um, this level to see that many travel violations being called. That's to be expected with this kind of physicality, I guess, of the game. Maddie Hurst now looking to bring Canberra home with a wet sail this last one minute and 30 seconds. Gets it into Wilson, turn around, jump shot, nice nailed it. Really smart execution, clear match, uh, mismatch with Wilson uh, and Butler there and just Wilson went into the post and demanded the ball and good recognition from her. Butler now with the ball for Sydney, gets it to Donkins low, into Bakovic in the low post. She's strong. Yeah, mismatch there, she was pretty much able to shoot straight over the top of Carly Wilson. So she has two more to her total, 27 plays 23. Sydney just stemming the flow somewhat in these last two minutes. First with the rebound. We've got an off-the-ball foul, though. It's on Jamie Kennedy. So. And that's that. I said Butler before, but it's actually Kennedy and Wilson in that matchup. And straight away, Canberra recognised that mismatch again, put Wilson into the post and looked to exploit. It's interesting to see Sydney going with the, uh, with the zone. We don't often see the zone in WNBL. It's normally always man-on-man. I think it's a, an attempt from Sydney to try to try to slow down some of that, some of that uh, quick guard rotation that Canberra have. Carly Wilson hits the free throw, so it's a three-point game. We've got 50 seconds. Pereira's going to take a, a rest, and she's been really valuable. Her defensive hustle against Stocky and, and frustrating Deanna Smith has really um, worked off not, for Canberra. May not show up in the box score, but she's been valuable for the Capitals. Akiyaki with the ball. Gets it back to Butler. Back into Afiaki, the high post. Swings it over to Kennedy. Back to Butler. Back to Kennedy. She looks to drive in and around. Susie Bakovic. Little hooky shot. Doesn't drop. Tracy Beattie with the rebound. Nat Hurst in transition. Carly Wilson wide open. Nails a three. And tied the game up. 27 points all. 19 seconds left in this first half. Michaela Donkins with the ball. Gets it over to Eva Afiaki. She looks to drive on Beatty. Kicks it out to Susie Bakovic Brown for three. Doesn't drop. Great rebound attempt there from Afiaki. She gets it to Domkins. Puts up a quick jump shot and it drops. So Sydney with uh, about a second and a half left in the quarter. Nail the jump shot. We go to halftime with Sydney Flames 29. Leading Canberra 27. What a half of basketball, Michelle. Oh, look, it's been great. It's, uh, certainly it's noisy in here, Simon. 
the Canberra crowd are really getting involved and no wonder, you know, it's been a great exhibition of women's basketball so far this half. There's been everything. There's been, you know, real physical play. There's been great transition basketball in patches, uh, you know, and just really solid execution. And so it's a real... And the other thing, for like if you're a basketball junkie, the, the great thing to watch is these two coaches and the way that the <laughs> tactics are playing out and, uh, you know, the, the way that they're, it's almost like a chess game. A chess, game, earlier, about, the chess yeah. game is happening here. Coach Dalton and Coach Graffy are going at it. Yeah, very, very good game. And it's going to be uh, a hell of a second half of basketball. We've got, uh, as we said, this, this crowd's actually gotten a little bigger during that, uh, that first half. I reckon we're pushing the... Uh, 900 to 1,000 mark, but uh, things going well for basketball here in Canberra. Everyone's getting excited again about the Lauren Jackson stuff, and uh, this is always a big game. It's always one of the highlights of the season, of, uh, of any season, regardless of who's playing the uh, Capitals versus Sydney matchup. Capital Sydney is always a tough game, and one that I know Canberra looks forward to. Um, and, you know, I think that that what we're seeing out on the floor today is a reflection of how important this game is to both of these teams. As we talked about before the game, the split is really important. These teams will meet three times throughout the season, and so the split is really very important uh, for each of the teams because if it comes down to it in terms of finals positioning and what have you, you want to have the split over the other teams. So, uh, you know, very important game in that regard, and we'll uh, just hand over to Craig. Yes, recapping round nine so far. It started on Wednesday night with the Capitals getting over the AIS 77 to 42. Then it was off on Friday night to Logan and Adelaide. And Adelaide on that road trip, uh, sorry, Logan on the road trip getting uh, done by the Adelaide Link Lightning, 86 to 65. Bendigo on the road to Perth, and it was Bendigo 61 to Perth 58. Whilst Bulleen and Townsville, Bulleen is keeping their great season run continuing with 10 wins, uh, one loss for the season, making them the league leaders, and going to be very hard to toss Bulleen at the top of the league ladder. They got the win over Townsville, 88-70, the game that Townsville would have expected to win earlier this afternoon. If you're listening to us on Sport Radio, we mentioned it before, this game, it was standing on, taking the victory at home, 67-55. to 55. So, uh, in fact, uh, with the ladder coming into this round, Bulleen, Bendigo, Sydney, Townsville and Canberra, Adelaide getting the win... I think moved them to seven, and uh, moved them to seven and five, which puts them just behind Canberra on percentage. Canberra on seven and three. They need this to go eight and three, which would put them equal with Bendigo. So that is critical because that would get them towards second. And as you heard from Coach Graff in the pre-game interviews, that's their goal by the Christmas break. They want to be in second place, knowing that they've got the best player in the world coming back to this team here in Canberra. Well, not only the best player coming back to the team, but Abby Bishop as well, who's, you know, she's no slouch by any stretch of the imagination. But I think the other important thing uh, that, you know, when you look at the Sydney run into the into the finals, um, you know, they've still got, they've got to play Sydney three times still. Sydney has to play Sydney? Sydney, Sydney has to play Townsville, Townsville three times, yeah. sorry, still. So yeah. that's another, um, you know, there's a, a definite... definite 
definitely some losses that can be had there. And the other team is Bendigo, who's in the top uh, top second. group there. Yeah. They're sitting for second. So, you know, there's some tough games ahead of Sydney. Canberra, on the other hand, they're run. They've got Be- uh, Bulleen at the very end, and they've also got Bendigo. But the rest are, you know, no disrespect to any of the teams, but there's not a lot of teams there that uh, you would think that they would struggle to beat. So, you know, there's some interesting uh, games coming up. Yeah, just having a, a quick look at the box score here. And, of course, the, the uh, stat that we've been looking at very intently with Canberra for a few weeks now is the rebounding contest. And whilst they are losing that contest, it's not by a lot. It's 23-17. So, Graffy would be reasonably happy with that, considering the lineup that Sydney has. I don't know that she'd be reasonably happy for them, but she'd certainly uh, be happier than yeah, she has I mean, been. She's, she's never happy with them when they're losing on any stat, but happier than she would have been last week. Let's put it in perspective. That's right, yeah, certainly. Uh, it's, it's, as we talked earlier, it's very important that they get on the glass because that gets, yeah. uh, you know, possession game is all about, you know, getting, the, getting on the glass, really. Turnovers interest me, guys, because Sydney with nine turnovers, Canberra with five, so that's a critical stat too. Yeah, look, and, and we saw a couple of times, uh, you know, just... You know, sometimes it's not about how many turnovers you get, but it's the type that you get. And a number of the Sydney um, turnovers have been what I'd describe as quite soft. And that's a real concern. You know, a turnover under pressure, while you don't like them, you can accept that they're going to happen. But some of the Sydney turnovers have been quite soft in their Passes nature. Passes out of bounds and Passes stuff. Passes out of bounds, yeah. exactly. That's right. That's just coughing up the easy ones. And you can't afford to do that in, well, in any basketball game. But at this level, you certainly can't. Definitely not. Now, next week, as you look forward for uh, just the immediate week, it, it's the, the WNBL just keeps getting better and better, as you know. And uh, as I just try to get you next week's games up, I can't. Um, They're up there now. So we've got Townsville and Adelaide. Yes. Yep. Sydney are going to play the AIS Wednesday, which you would expect that to be a Sydney W. But, yeah, Townsville Adelaide is going to be crucial. Bendigo and Canberra now... If, uh, if Canberra get the win here, Bendigo and Canberra go into that game both on eight and three in equal second, and so split, as you mentioned before, is absolutely critical there. Then you look, Daniel playing Perth, Logan and Adelaide. Now, if Logan at home can get a, a spill on Adelaide, that's going to really lock them out of the finals. Mm. And Bulleen and Perth, you expect Bulleen to be able to... Uh, get over the Perth Link Lightning, but stranger things have happened. Perth beat Bulleen last year, I th- was it last year or the year before, when Cheryl Chambers had the team? That's right, they did. They got an upset win against Bulleen, and I think the other thing is Perth only went down by three points yeah. in yesterday's game. I noticed game. that, yeah, it was that's a very a big, close game. That's a big result, even though Bendigo got the win, you know, only a couple of points, and it was tied up, it was a three-point shot to... It to basically win the game. That's so right. Uh, Lee, uh, Louise McLean, McLean from yeah. the corner basically <laughs> knocked down a, a big three to uh, get the game for Bendigo. So, you know, I mean, that's the, the great thing about this league is that yeah, there's some teams there that you know are going to be at the bottom half of the ladder, but you know that they've also got the capability for the, for, to be able to knock off some of the tough teams. You know, you've got to be on your game week in, week out, or you will lose. Now, well, Michelle, sorry, when you were coaching the Caps, you... You're involved in a, an interesting time in Caps history, but you had a lot of high-profile imports in the league at the time. How do you see this team gelling with the, the likes of Loz coming back into it? There's, uh, of course, a number of girls with uh, Kel and, and Natalie Hurst who have played with Loz before, 
but then you have all these other girls that have moved to Canberra for their opportunity. Um, how is that high-profile recruit going to come back in and just uh, marry into the team? Look, I think the opportunity that it gives to the girls that they weren't expecting was the opportunity to play for superstar. And, uh, you know, you can't, you can't... The experience that she will bring and the knowledge that she will bring to those girls, um, I don't think you can measure it. You know, it will take them a while to adjust to having Loza back in the group, um, but she's such a big target, you know, that she's very... I think she'll slot in. She's smart. Um, I don't think Canberra have played the, uh, changed the style of basketball that they play with Loza being out of the group. They're still playing the same sort of basketball. It's the, it's the basketball that Graffy coaches, and they've continued to play that without her. So I don't think that it'll be a huge adjustment. I think that um, in many ways what it will actually do is create additional opportunities for the girls, you know, because Loza is just such a, going to be such a focus for the um, capitalists and someone like Abby Bishop who last year battled away, you know, it's just going to create so much space for her. Now, it was interesting because this week um, Chris Dutton, who must have known he wasn't rostered on for Sunday because he's not here and I was hoping to get a hold of him, uh, wrote an interesting article talking about there's a few of the girls in the team that aren't all that happy and I, I just find that unbelievable. Why wouldn't you be happy to play with the best player in the world. I think it is unbelievable. I cannot imagine any player in that lineup. I know that not team stoked. management wasn't thrilled about that report. Yep, that's a fair call too. I mean, I, th- I think that's maybe just a little bit of, you know, journalistic... Uh, oh, but, you know, you're a journal, you've got to write something that's sure, going to create sure. a little bit of controversy. Look, Susie Bakovic is a perfect example of a player who, uh, this entire WNBA season, uh, got very, very little minutes playing with Seattle. But she trains every day with, with Sue Bird, with Lauren Jackson, with you know, the countless other stars that are there at that Seattle lineup. Um, and you know, you're certainly not going to be saying that Susie hasn't benefited from an experience like that. And every player in this Caps lineup, even guards like, you know, you think, okay, well, who's probably the, you know, what's the biggest gulf in, in types of players? And you might say, well, Lauren Jackson to someone like Nicole Romeo or even to, to um, Lauren Jansen. Lauren Jansen. Uh, those guys will get so much out of just being there and watching her and, and just being part of the moment. I know? was talking to Lauren Jansen's mum at the game on Wednesday night at the AAS and I said to her, you know, how's Lauren feeling about actually getting, uh, you know, with Lauren Jackson coming back? And, and Paula was saying, she said, you know, Lauren's just over the moon. She can't believe that she's going to be actually in a group that has Lauren Jackson. Like, you know, this kid watched Lauren Jackson when she was, you know, six or seven years old and she's now going to have the opportunity to get beaten up by her at training. Well, hell, you know, that's great. Who's, and I've got a black eye, Mum, but Lauren Jackson gave it to me. That's right. But, you know, and you think about the Tolos and the Bishops, the opportunity to train. I mean, they're two opals of the future. Okay, so they've got the opportunity now to have a, well, not quite a full season, but half a season of training against Lauren Jackson. What's that going to do for their game and their development, you know? And sure, some of the bench players might lose a little bit of the um, court time that they've had, but, you know, these girls are smart. They play National League. They understand what their role is. They are bench players, so they're going to diminish minutes, and that can be difficult, I guess, for some of them to cope with, but the reality is... For this team and group, it's important. Yeah, and I can't believe there is one player on that team that would be unhappy about I it. Could, I can understand one player being unhappy, and that is, of course, the New Zealander Jess McCormick, who was signed to Christmas and thought, well, if I can do enough, 
I might be able to stay up the rest of the season. Obviously, if you sign Lauren Jackson, you might not need Jess McCormick anymore. And uh, as she was signed on the 19th of December, there probably was no promises going past that anyway. Uh, look, I'm sure that uh, Jess realistically was probably thinking anyway that when Bishop came back into the group that she probably, her contract wouldn't be signed. I mean, there's a whole range of or issues. extended in this case. Extended, exactly. I mean, you know, there's some financial implications for the club. With the Jackson situation, they're able to source, uh, you know, funds externally. If they were going to keep uh, McCormick on, the club would have had to have found the money. And, I've, you know, no disrespect to Jess, but the business community is not going to be forking money out for a Jess McCormick. Okay, now this is the critical question, and I'm sure a lot of the, uh, the fans of the WNBL would be going, hey, there's a salary cap in this league. How does Lauren get into the, uh, get into the cap side? Because there, there is a limit on how much you can spend on players. That's news to me, Craig. I didn't know there was. Well, they brought in the Jackson rule a couple of years ago just so Loz could stay in the WNBL. I'm not sure. I mean, clearly, clearly it's all above board and legal because it had to go through the, through the board. But and, and, the, the and guess what? They would bring in a Jackson rule just to have Lauren in any team in exactly. the WNBL. So I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying that um, it is a uh, it, it is a question that where like who else if if we could get Sue if if Perth could sign Sue Bird, mm. would you be having the same leniency in that sense? Uh, I'd be going, yes. But. The best part of the whole Lauren Jackson deal, certainly for the Canberra Capitals as a, as a business entity and, and as a club, is that they're not paying one cent to have Jacko play. Uh, that's, that's the sweetest part of this entire deal for the, for the Canberra Capitals. And women's basketball in this country. Absolutely. I mean, just the fact, yeah. you just think about the numbers of people who are going to turn up at games around this country just to be able to watch Lauren Jackson play. That's the, that's the killer. Caps have had most of their home games at the beginning of the season, so really, unless they can start getting home finals, they're really not going to see the real cash cow of filling the AIS arena. Well, That's we'll just right. let Jacko know that she needs to get them in a position where they're going to get home finals and then we'll be laughing. Well, Enough of the Jackson talk, we've got to get back to the <laughs> game. That's right. It's just a minute away from the restart. So guys, 29-79 and it is a very close game. 31% for the Capitals, shooting percentage 33%. For Sydney, 14 from outside the arc for Caps, 25 from inside the arc. The big difference is Bakovich nailed the only three-pointer for Sydney. And for the Caps, they've had plenty of tries, but none of them have fell. No, that's right. Two from 14, 14% from three-point land is a very unusual stat for Canberra. Yeah, it is, it is a low percentage for the Caps, and they normally would shoot at a higher clip than that. But um, I'd expect their shooting percentage to increase in this second quarter, but, uh, you know, that's probably a little bit low for Sydney, too, 33%. You expect both of these teams in a, in a regular game would be up around the 40%. That's right. OK, back to the action. 29-27, Flames are leading Capitals at the half-time break as we see Canberra coming onto the floor with Natalie Hurst, Kelly Abrams, uh, Jess Bibby's coming into the starting lineup, Jess McCormick and Tracy Beattie. So Tolo's going to sit. At the start, and McCormick's going to uh, come into the lineup. But for Sydney, we've got Butler, Smith, uh, Dompkin, Susie Bakovic Brown, and Eva Afriaki. So you look at the, the shooting stats for Jess Bibby, 4 of 13, and you think, uh, not great, um, 31%. But she didn't take a bad shot, though. All those shots were open, and that's Jess. It's the same as when we used to have Shelly Sandy. Shelly Sandy come in here and brick her first eight shots of the game, finish the game with 30 points. Back in to the game now, though. Third quarter has started. Michaela Donkins 
with the ball, flips it over to Deanna Smith. She pulls up, oh, gets nice her pass. first basket yeah. of the night, so yeah. she'll be happy with that. Sydney go up 31 to 27. Nat Hurst with the ball for Canberra now, over to Bibby, back to Hurst. Looks to kick it over to Beattie, gets it left side to Abrams, into the post for Beattie. She goes against Apiaki. Call for the travel. Mm, interesting. Yeah, good defensive pressure from Evie Afiaki there. She's, you know, got a, a significant uh, height mat- mismatch but was able to use her body to uh, contain all. As we see Hurst doing a good job on Butler, making it very difficult for her to progress the ball. I think Butler's struggling. I think she might have an injury at the moment. Yeah, she's come off the bench a couple of times very has got the ball in the baseline and knocks it down. So, you know. Sydney get the first four points. Natty Hurst with the ball for the Caps now. Gets it into Beattie in the high post. Gives herself some room. Apiaki's doing a good job, but just no. a bit too good a job there. Just overzealous there. Just pushing a bit too hard. Really had Tracy on the back foot. Didn't need to go any harder. And straight away, though, Graffy's not happy with that matchup and swaps Beattie out and puts Carly Wilson in. So Kel Abrams with the ball. Gets it out to Natty Hurst. Bibby comes off the screen from Carly Wilson, but no go there. Eventually, Bibby gets it down on the baseline. Drives on Susie Bakovic Brown. Drops oh. it into Jess McCormick. McCormick had no idea that was Wasn't coming. Wasn't ready for that one. <laughs> was on, but, uh, but just a lack of communication there. Oh, bad pass from Deanne Butler. Carly Wilson steps into the passing lane and picks it off. Natty Hurst now in transition. Gets it out to Bibby. She drives baseline all the way through. Gets a cutting. Carly Wilson. And Susie Bakovic Brown, no choice really but to come across there and, mm. and hack that ball. And impo- importantly, that's her third foul that she's picked up very early in this uh, in this second half. So Carly Wilson will go to the line. Good penetration from Jess Bibby and uh, you know nice uh, read from Carly Wilson to see the hole open up and just cut hard to the basket. She's rewarded. It was a good drive from Bibby across the baseline. She really drew three defenders on that yeah. drive. So just a, a testimony to the amount of respect that players pay her. She's given away about uh, a foot to half a foot on half of those players as well. So Carly Wilson knocks down the free throws. 20, 33 plays 29. Deanne Butler with the ball now for Sydney. It's turning into a bit more of a half-court game now, as you'd expect. Kicks it over to Deanna Smith. She fires again. Oh, Doc, she can light it up if you let her. That's right, she certainly found her range, so Canberra will have to you know, start closing up a bit on uh, Deanna Smith, or she will make those all night. Sydney are up 35-29, as Abrams has the ball on the left-hand wing, penetrates hard, and uh, oh, nice tough shot over the top of Bakovic Brown. She released early because <laughs> she knew Susie was coming out of it, but uh, nothing but net. Off the backboard afterwards, Susie now puts up another three. Can't make no it. No good. Natty Hurston, Deanna Smith chase it down. But Deanna Smith just knocking it out of bounds, so it's going to be a Canberra ball. 22 seconds left on the shot clock. Capitals are down by four points as Hurst has got the ball on the left-hand wing, looking to find someone open. She finds McCormick at the, at the point and kicks it across Ooh. to Abrams, almost cocks it up, cuts hard and gets it back from Abrams for a short-range jumper, can't convert, and back to Vic Brown, cleans it up on the board. Dompkins runs the lane hard but wasn't able to get the ball. Butler with it at the point. Sydney are going to slow it down and get in their half-court game. Butler just backing in. Past Hurst, kicks it to Dompkins. Into Afiaki. She coughs up the pass. 
Carly Wilson picks it up and Natty Hurst now in transition. Gets it to Bibby. Bibby with Kayla Donkins defending her into McCormick. She kicks it straight back out. She drives on Bakovic Brown. Probably a good move with Susie on three fouls, but Susie able to block the shot and scoops it up, gives it to Deanna Smith. I wouldn't be surprised to see Tolo come back out on the floor to try and exploit that. The risk is, of course, that Tolo also has three. She has three as, as well, yeah. has got the ball, kicks it out to Butler, kicks it to the corner to uh, Deanna Smith, who finds Afiaki in the point, Ooh. can't get it. Good box out from Jess Vivian. She's away and running, pushing the ball hard down the floor. Finds Hurst on the, left, on the right-hand wing. Back to Wilson, who's penetrating hard. Ooh. Just a little bit of a panic there. Uh, Carly driving on Afiaki again. Susie Bakovic, just the, the presence of her coming over there. Susie sitting down, though, having a breather. Manu comes on for her. Tolo comes on with Bakovic off. Good, good sub there from Graf. So Afiaki inbounds to Deanne Butler. Natty Hurst still trying to wear her down and doing a pretty good job of it so far. She kicks the ball up to Domkins. Tompkins clears out, gets the ball to Afiaki. Had just got the foot and the oh, block from Mariana Tolo on the second attempt. And Nat Hurst is away in offensive transition. Just slows things down. Wilson now back to Hurst. Hurst for three. Ooh, just riddled out. Jess Bibby with the rebound. Goes to the free throw line, pops it up. And it's a two-point ball game again. 35 plays 33. I thought Hurst gave up a short-range two in that yeah, opportunity. Yeah, she was definitely there. Michaela Donkins over to Manu. Manu to Smith into Afiaki, the high post. Fires it across to Deanna, to Dee Butler. Her pass is broken up. She's Sydney are turning the ball over far too easily at the moment, aren't they, Simon? Yeah, a couple from Dee Butler, and it's just not her game. She's no, normally she's rock solid with the ball. She's coughed it up twice in the last couple of minutes. Just off some loose passing. Yeah, sitting there up 35-33. It's six all this quarter, so it's been pretty tight for the first four and a bit minutes of this quarter. Jamie Kennedy comes on and gives Butler a breather. Oh, Afiaki had no idea what the shot clock was at. Only four seconds off that inbound pass. She was at the top of the key. Players yelling at her, but she, uh, she knows all about it now. 35 plays 33. Natty Hurst brings the ball up to Canberra. Over to Bibby. Pulls the trigger from outside and nails a three. And that will start to happen. And I think that's the first time Canberra have led this game. Absolutely. So they're up by one point. 36-35. Afiaki now with the ball. Gets it to Deanna Smith. Back to Afiaki. The fluidity seems to have gone out of Sydney's offence. Jamie Kennedy drives... Baseline pulled up by Hurst, kicks it out to Afiaki. She drives in with a little finger roll, doesn't drop. Tolo with the rebound. Bibby in transition to Nat Hurst. This time she looks, takes a shot. She thought about giving that one up to Michelle, but she said no. She oh, no did. I know that Nat hasn't been um, shooting the ball as well as she would like, and uh, it's obviously something that's playing on her mind. It's She's a little not, bit of a confidence thing. Yeah. Not as confident as she normally is, so hopefully she'll start to get that. We've seen her uncharacteristically give up a couple of those. So, you know, certainly Sydney had to call the time out there. The momentum of the Canberra team is really starting to, to flow, and, uh, you know, they're leading 38-35. First yep. time they hit the um, front, there's been a couple of occasions where it's been all tied up, but this is the first lead that they've had in the game. Yeah, it's 11-6, uh, the score for the quarter so far, and Sydney scored the first four points 
of the quarter. So since then, the Capitals have gone on an 11-2 run. But, uh, yeah, that, just going back to that, Nat Hurst, I mean, it's great that she's looking for other people to score and looking for an easier easier pass, but uh, we've seen her just almost ignore the shot on a couple of occasions, like you said. But that time she went, no, nah, I'm open. This is well with it. Well, anywhere inside the arc is within range for Natty Hurst. And uh, outside. A couple of feet outside the arc is still in range for her. So uh, good to see her getting a little bit more confident. I mean, she's, she's been working very, very hard defensively in this game, and I guess that can take you out of your normal offensive mindset as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I think that um, Canberra are really starting to get a little bit of flow here, and Sydney has, you know, cocked up the ball pretty easily as we uh, go to Brad, who was listening to Coach Dalton. Thank you, Michelle. Uh, just been listening to what Coach Dalton had to say, and basically uh, it's really about possession right now. Uh, and decision making is the, are the main main points that she's really pushing. Improved decision making. Over to you, Craig. Graf summed it up. Coach Graf summed it up in a final words. It's about defense. It's about blockouts. It's certainly getting the Capitals back in the game. Afiaki now with the ball for Sydney. We've got four minutes forty-five left in this third quarter, the championship quarter. Sometimes people say. Donkins now with the ball drives oh, right. Big screen. <laughs> just Bibby tried to go through it, but the pass again. This time from Deanna Smith, just way too high for Ellie Manu. She got a hand on it, but that was it. Just flying out of bounds. So yeah, you have to adjust that to the level. I mean, that, if that was the back to Vic Brown, she might have been able to pull it in, but mm. not a Manu. Brad mentioned it. Dalton's concerned about the decision making, and it's certainly hurting them at the moment. Beatty with the ball in the high post for Canberra into cutting Bibby. She scores again. Bibby is starting to light it up, and that is bad news for Sydney. Hurst has been called for a foul on Kennedy in the backcourt there. It'll be her first personal, I'm pretty sure. No, second. Just to let you know, Bibby with 14 points already for the game. Wilson with eight, Nat Hurst with six for the Capitals. It's Bakovic round 13, D Smith eight, and Afiaki seven. Wilson's got her eight quietly, hasn't she, Simon? Very quietly, yeah. I would have said four, <laughs> but uh, that's Carly's game. She that just does Carly's all the little game. stuff and, and just gets it going. Good on the boards. Yeah. Bakovic with the ball finds uh, Ke- uh, Butler, sorry, on the right hand wing. Back to Smith at the top. She looks to penetrate. Comes Ooh. up against a big Tracy Betty, but manages to find Manu under the basket. Good pass under pressure there, and Manu finishes it off. Yeah, just uh, not quick enough on the recovery on that double team. Natty Hurst with the ball. Gets it to Jess McCormick, who's come back out for the Capitals. Back to Thirst. Over to Bibby again. She's got the hot hand. She kicks it off to Beatty. Back to Bibby. Puts a shot up. This one doesn't drop. Susie Bakovic-Brown with the rebound. Kicks it up to Dee Butler. Butler drives into the keyway. Oh, oh Kel Abrams with the block. <laughs> just not a lot of spring in, in Butler's step at the moment. No. Bakovic-Brown, too. Just looks like the petrol's running out of that tank. Yeah, very much so. She uh, that last time, um, well, it wasn't a timeout. That last substitution where she came off, sat down, looked very flat off the bench. We've just seen Tolo coming back into the game, first time since she racked up that third foul. Bakovic Brown looks at another three, misses this one. Natty Hurst comes away with the rebound there, shortest player out there. Over to Bibby, Bibby into Tolo in the post. She's got two defenders. Just Hooks up a bit of a prayer, but Susie back in the oh, ground. Just, on it. They're after it. She oh, went down, just a little slip. She's grabbing her ankle too. I think she's cramping, Simon. Yeah, she's just not looking 
comfortable physically anyway. It's great to see. Like, there are bodies literally just going everywhere after that ball. They were just throwing themselves at it. Big girls, the little guards, they were all getting on the ground. They just want the possession. Cramping, or is she? Uh, she'll be all right. I'm not sure what the call was in the end. There was it a jump ball situation? I we think were, it. I was too busy watching Susie. It was interesting though. It just uh, Susie had her arm out. Beatty came down on the ball. Fortunately, if she had to come down on her arm, that would have been a very, very messy cleanup. Abe <laughs> <laughs> so the ball. Yep, baseline ball. Natty Hurst into Tolo in the post. Back to Hurst. Out to Bibby again. She pulls the trigger for three. It's long this time. But Kel Abrams chases down the rebound, gets it back out to Hurst. Natty Hurst's going to slow things down and get another good look for the Capitals. 40 leads, 37. Three minutes left in this third quarter. Gets it across to Bibby. Oh, Bibby oh. loses the handle on it. Wow. Uh, Donkins steps in there, gets the ball, goes coast to coast. Offensive foul. Nat Hurst read it like a book, just lined her up, got in the way. Donkins just dropped the shoulder into Natty Hurst, which she doesn't need to do. She could have pulled up and shot over her head, but uh, it's an offensive foul. Yeah, look, Hurst was just far too quick there and uh, beat her to the spot. Knew where Donkins was going and just uh, was there, so it was a no-brainer. And we just see Canberra leading this quarter, 13-6. to six. Wow. Sorry, 13-8. to eight. Just Bibby's had a, having a breather. Carly Wilson back on for her. Natty Hurst drives, pulls out the 45, kicks it back up to Abrams. Abrams waiting for Wilson off the drive. Oh, oh pass broken up that. by Susie Bakovic-Brown. Entry pass there for Tolo, just broken up. Butler with the ball now. Manu through to Deanna Smith. About five feet out. She looks at the three, feeds it into Manu. Nice cut from Ellie Manu. Just had uh, Carly Wilson beat off the screen there. Yeah, there was some real defensive confusion there. Uh, both McCormick and, and Wilson thought they had the same player as we see uh, Kerry Graff go for the timeout in this situation. It's just need to get them have to uh, have a little bit of a chat about that, sort out some match-up situations here and uh, get the girls refocused. Yep, Craig's going to see if he can uh, stick the microphone in and we can hear Carrie Graff this time so uh, we'll see how that works. No, I can just hear Graffy but I don't think, uh, don't think that microphone's uh, time-out quality <laughs> needs to be fairly precise. But yeah, it's, it's certainly you can hear Graffy uh, at a normal timeout pitch. She, uh, of course, those familiar with her as a coach know that she pretty much loses her voice by the end of the season through, through an entire season of uh, of yelling above crowds. And and you know, Canberra, we are a bit blessed here in Canberra. We get big crowds, loud crowds. Not always the case in the league. That's right. But uh, look, you know, Sydney. I think you know, Coach Dalton would be a little bit happier with those last few minutes of play because they certainly Sydney were looking like. They were, you know, the momentum of Canberra was starting to take over and they were hanging on and, uh, you know, they did a good job of consolidating. And Ellie Manu has come on and given some really, very good minutes, yeah. really, really good minutes for... Um, Coach Graff really wants them to lock up the stops here and concentrate on the bigs play. They're running Wilson at the three with Tolo and Beatty. So Pereira and also uh, Natty Hurst are really going to have to work it in that one-two position. Thanks, Greg. Uh, Coach Dalton now really uh, happy with the defensive effort there over the last couple of minutes. Really uh, giving them all a pat on the back and, and now starting to work on the offensive effort and, and trying to get more passing and more cuts going. Pereira knocks down two for Canberra and, uh, you know, they stretch out to a 42-39 lead, 2.20 to go in this first quarter. Uh, sorry, 
second half. Butler with the ball now to Bakovic Brown outside the three. She just pulls the trigger, nails a three-point shot, or was it a two? Yeah, just a long-range two. Carly Wilson now at the 45 gets it into Tolo. Tolo versus Bakovic. She just brings it around, tries to give herself some room. Love Uses those long arms. Very patient from Tolo. Good no poise, good poise. Nice little baby hook. So, uh, you know, caps her out again to a, a three-point lead, 44-41. A 1.26 to go in this third quarter. Tompkins now drives on Hurst, gets a little front foot. Sturt just pulls around. Lucky that shot dropped up. She had the beat, had the step on Natty Hurst. I don't know why she pulled up. Maybe she thought Beattie or someone was going to be yep. coming at her. <laughs> well, Tracy Beattie now, speak of the devil, has the ball at the free throw line, kicks it back out to Natty Hurst. Hurst drops it into Tolo on, Brown, on back of the ground again. The free throw line. Over to Pereira. Nice. Back into Tolo. Ooh, oh, yeah. Bit Manu and Brown there closing out on Tolo. Big ask. Good execution, just unable to finish the shot off. Deanna Smith kicks it to Brown. She backs in. Little spin oh. move. Susie's starting to go. She, well, nice she's, little move there. She's got to, you know, this game's coming down to the wire. And, uh, you know, Sydney are now back in, front. back in front by one point. 30 seconds to go on the third quarter. First to Beattie. Beattie out to Pereira. Pereira's got Deanna Smith defending her. Oh, oh she gets a hand in the pass. Butler. Sorry, D. Butler, you're right. Uh, Donkins now with the ball, gets it out to Deanna Smith, pulls the trigger. Too much space, you cannot give Deanna Smith that much room. Sydney back out to a four-point lead, 48-44. Maddie Hurst now with the ball, probably the last play. Four seconds, shot goes up, no good. Ellie uh, Bakovic Brown with the rebound, comes down, puts up a halfway shot, hits the backboard uh, just after the buzzer, but... Yep, great, very strong comeback there from Sydney in the last two minutes. Oh, yeah, look out of that last time out. Uh, you know, Sydney did a great job of getting themselves back into the game. They certainly defensively picked up their pressure and at the offensive end of the floor, you know, making some the most of some really good opportunities. I think, you know, Deanna Smith's starting to find her rhythm in this game. She seemed to be frustrated in the first half, but um, certainly, much. you know, in this third quarter, picked it up and uh, she's, you know... Cannot give Deanna Smith that much space on the three-point line, and uh, she's going to nail it any, every time. Doki loves to shoot. I wonder if the uh, if, if Graf will go back to the McCormick solution. Um, she seems to be, well, she, you know, she she tends to not be as much of a presence offensively. She certainly did a, go, a good job of, of nullifying Bakovic Brown there for a while. Susie didn't score for uh, almost a quarter and a half there. So it'll be interesting to see how Graf goes about dealing with that. Susie's gone on a bit of a tear in this last. Well, that's right. I mean, it is something that she has up her sleeve. In that, you know, Tola's got three fouls, and you've got um, McCormick who did a reasonable job while she was out there, and has a couple of fouls to spare as well. So there's no issue there. And you know, if, if McCormick was to foul out, you know, coming down the stretch, you're not really going to be that concerned about it. Um, but you know, I think that, you know, this is this is championship quarter. You know, it's you know, uh, Sydney are up by four points. There's ten minutes of basketball to go, cri- to go critical game in terms of the split for these two teams, as well as the pride and the history and you know all the rest of it that goes with a Sydney Canberra game. So I think that uh, you know the teams will be coming out and they will be throwing absolutely everything at it. As we see, uh, Craig Coach coming back. Graffy naturally very upset with that last couple of minutes after she had asked for a lock-up and. 
they just didn't produce it. They, she wanted to shut down, no turnovers. And, of course, that last two minutes was all not shut down and too completely turned over. Oh, so <laughs> what she's asking for now, relentless persistence. What she, one of the main key stakes for the Capitals this year, she wanted relentless persistence and aggression and then doing your job in D. We'll see what they can do in this final quarter. Thanks, Greg. Uh, Coles, just before, the, at the start of the, uh, the quarter break there, we actually had Sydney, the back of it, Brown, actually spending about 20, the first 20 or 30 seconds of the break, uh, really revving the team up. Really get the feeling that Sydney with their tails up right now and uh, really positive energy in the huddle and pretty much keep doing what they're doing. Well, they've certainly uh, got the ascendancy in those last few minutes. Back to the game. Donkins drives on Bibby. Bibby backs her back out, though. She tries to go baseline again. Throws a bad pass straight to Matt Hurst. Natty brings it up in offense, slows things down, waits for her teammates to get into position. Goes back out to Hurst now. Flicks it across to Kel Abrams. Into McCormick. McCormick's got the ball. Doesn't even look at driving on Brown. Just gives it back out to Hurst. Three-point shot from Bibby, doesn't drop. Ooh, Sydney almost spilt the rebound too, but they've got it back in control. Dompkins now gets it over to back of it, Brown. She looks to drive on. Ooh, on Jess Cormick, got past her easy. Yeah, look, overplaying her on the uh, left-hand side there, but uh, back of it, you know, just probably a little too much overplay on the left-hand yeah, she side. She doesn't have there. no right hand. <laughs> yeah. She just prefers the left hand. You see, Abrams with the ball <laughs> on the left, kicks it to the corner to Jess Bibby. Bibby finds McCormick on the baseline, kicks it back out to Abrams at the point for the three, unable to make it, and Sydney come up with a rebound, and uh, Butler's away and running transition, she's got players open on both sides, and she finds Domkins who pulls the three, Ooh. oh, nothing in that. No, that was, that never looked like A lot of backboard, it. and that was about <laughs> all. So, it's a six point game, Sydney's certainly looking to be ascendant at the moment, McCormick's out. Wilson's seen enough of that experiment, and uh, Carly Wilson straight back in. This would be the shortest Capitals lineup they've had on the floor, with only Tolo as the tall. That's right. Maddie Hurst now gets it to Bibby. Through to Abrams, she cuts hard, turns right on Bakovic, just turning in there, shot just not dropping again for Canberra. Yeah, like in the first couple of minutes of the yep. first quarter, they could not get the ball to drop. Butler with the ball for Sydney now. Maddie Hurst right up. Gets it over to Brown. Drives on Tolo. Tolo does a good job. Great, Keeps her outside. Susie ends up throwing up a prayer, but a great rebound from Deanna Smith. She's fouled and she makes the basket. Oh, danger signs here for Canberra. Sydney are now out by eight points. 8.20 to go in this fourth and final quarter. Really good defense from Tolo there to force the bad shot from, from Susie Bakovic-Brown, but uh, a fantastic effort from Deanna Smith to get Don't the rebound. Know. Don't know if you've noticed it, but watch back of Vic Brown with her right hand. Whenever she's got a blocker up in her face, she's got the right hand out, just like palming away, almost karate style, the blocked hand as she puts up the shot with the left. Maddie Hurst pulls the trigger. No good. Back of it. And Deanna Smith almost took each other out in the rebounding contest, but nobody's going to the floor this time. Sydney up by nine now. Yeah, look, and I think Raffi's going to have to do something different, call a timeout, stop the momentum, change something up. Sydney are really in control of this game at the moment. Duncan looks to drive on Hurst, unable to make it, but Afiaki, they're getting offensive boards now. Something that Graffy would not be happy about. She had a timeout ready to roll. She's just gone over the bench and cancelled it. So. Well, Afiaki looks like she's Ooh, in a bit of pain. Man. She's come down on that rebound situation. 
Well, we saw in the, uh, I think it was the second quarter, she came off. She was icing that knee. She was noticeably limping. The manager's in two minds. Do I go onto the floor? If I go onto the floor, they've got to take her off, or do I just stay and wait? See how she goes. She's all right. Mm. Jodie Smith there. <laughs> Good job, Jodie Smith. Team, give her a <laughs> high five. We want her out there. Don't get on the floor. She doesn't look comfortable. She's still limping she's now, walking limping. very gingerly back. I think Dolts is going to take her out. She yeah. Can, she can't afford to have any weaknesses out on she's the floor. She's a big part of this team, and, and you've got to think long-term as, as well, I guess. Now, the interesting thing is Ellie Manu, Manu goes out there, and she was just over here with Jody, getting uh, some, I think it was lower calf, stretching that out and trying to uh, not cramp up there. Yeah, Afiaki looks hurt. Oh. Yeah, she looks like she's in pain. Matty Hurst now with the ball for Sydney. Carly Wilson with the ball, backs in against Manu, gets some room for Nat Hurst, looks at the shot, drives to the free throw line, kicks it to Bibby, Bibby scores, stems the flow and, and gets the result for And they really Canberra. do need to get some penetration out of Hurst and Bibby. Just watching uh, Apiaki on the bench, it's the right knee, they're icing up, not the left that she's had the problems with. Deanna Smith called for travel on that drive there, so good defence starting to creep into the Canberra game. 53 plays 46, seven-point ball game. We've got seven minutes left, an eternity, plenty of time for Canberra to get back in. Natty Hurst with the ball, going flats, come out of it. Kel Evans gets to the free throw line, puts up a shot, had plenty of room in there. She nails it, back to five points now. Deanne Butler bringing the ball up for Sydney. Ooh, just swinging the elbows there from uh, from Donkins, but gets Bibby out of the way, back into the post. Just too tall there, able to shoot over the top of... That's right, Bibby had good position, but uh, Tompkins was just able to get the shot off as we see Hurst pushing the ball. Now Find Hurst, Tolo. it's the Tolo. Tolo's well outside the three, though. Ooh, Deanna Smith almost stole the ball from her. She gains control, gets it back to Bibby. There's nine seconds left on the shot clock. Dribbles through the defence. Outside shot from Carly Wilson. Oh, great with an job from Hurst. Oh, oh. Matt Hurst got it. Oh, it's Turnover City eventually. Just a comedy of errors there and a whole bunch of turnovers. The end result being Jess Bibby making a layup and the game is back to a five-point ball game. Deanna Smith with the ball. Gets Dee Butler over the left-hand side. It's getting crazy here. Oh, great, great work block. from Kel Abrams. Deanna Smith trying to post her up down in the low post and Abrams with the block. Afiaki coming back on. She can hardly walk and she's coming back out on the floor. And we could see that the battle between uh, Smith, uh, Smith and Abrams and now Pereira's come back on is going to be a critical one. Five seconds on the shot clock, guys. Remember last time Afiaki didn't put a shot up. That's right, she didn't realise the, the clock. Back to Sydney, this back round to for three. Oh, Woo! that hurts. <laughs> hey, but we've seen her nail them time and time yep. again, so yep. not surprising she's going to make that. 50, no. 58, 55, Sydney, are le- sorry, 50, sorry, 58, 50, Sydney are leading. Tolo going up against Brown. Ooh. Afiaki comes up with the board. Butler now with the ball for Canberra, finds Domkins. Susie Bakovic under the basket, gets another two, it's a ten-point game. Wow. Great job by Sydney. They really just, once they got that lead, they were not going to give it up and they've managed to push it out to a ten-point lead. 
Still five minutes to go in the last quarter, Simon, so there's still a lot of time. But uh, Sydney has certainly got the ascendancy over Canberra at the moment. And I think, you know, Bakovic Brown is just having such an impact on yeah. this game that, uh, you know, and I think the only, the only, I guess, real concern for Sydney is whether Afiaki can stay out on the floor because she's, you know... She's, she's hurting. She's hurting and she's just really critical for him because it, it creates such a, a problem defensively yeah. for Canberra because uh, it creates you know difficulties in terms of matchups and that sort of thing. So well, that's the thing. Who do you put on her? Exactly, and and you know because that rival loosen up a, a Donkins or a, a, um, a Smith, you know that's, yeah. that's the problem. You get some real matchup issues for Canberra out of that. So you know this is uh, you know pretty critical that when Canberra come out of this timeout, they have got to start eating away into this ten point lead. They cannot leave it to the last two minutes of the game to try and get themselves back into it. They need to do it now. Well, more importantly, they've got to stop Sydney scoring. Oh, yeah, I mean, we, absolutely. Saw, we saw two trips down the floor. It goes from a five-point to a ten-point game. So they've really got to get some stops as often as they can. It's not often Coach Graffy uses expletives during a timeout, but <laughs> she used uh, a, a couple of the choice ones there, trying to get her a point across to the girls. She doesn't want any frustration out there. She doesn't want frustration. She wants them to play the game plan. Coach Dalton really happy with the performance at the moment. Sorry, Coach Dalton really happy with the performance at the moment. Uh, the thing that she really wants them to work on right now is to try and limit Matt Hurst's play-making ability. Uh, that was the, the one thing that she impressed upon them two or three times through that timeout. The speak of the devil, Natty Hurst, gets the ball over to Wilson. The pass from Wilson to Pereira just broken up by Deanna Smith. So it'll be Canberra ball, 19 seconds left on the shot clock on the sideline. Into Tolo, way outside the three. Back to Wilson. Wilson gets it back right side to Natty Hurst. She drives into the key. Plenty of traffic, clears out some defenders, gets it to How Pereira. did she find Pereira through that traffic? That is unbelievable. And great job from Pereira to knock down the three. So Sydney are up 60-53, 4.45 to go in the final quarter. We've got a foul off the ball. I think it's on Pereira and Deanna Smith. But uh, Natty Hurst drew four defenders off that drive and uh, somehow had the, the presence of mind to be in the, in the keyway with all that tall timber and just thread the needle out to Pereira for the three. Oh, we've got a foul before the ball is inbounded on okay, Jess, Bibby. Jess Bibby. Now, here's the concern. The foul count, Canberra, three, Sydney, Sydney zero. Yeah. That's a worry for Canberra. Doesn't help their cause. Eventually in to Deanna Smith. Quick Make release shot. She's fouled though. So Pereira picks up her second personal. It's going to put Deanna Smith on the line regardless of the, the foul count situation. Probably not what Graffy has in mind about them playing physical D and, and trying to box them out. She misses the first though. Lining up for the second now. Deanna Smith. Sydney out by seven. This will make it eight. Yep. 61 plays 53. Matt Hurst now with the ball off the inbound pass. Just trying to get some players open. Carly Wilson open for three. Doesn't drop. It's a good look. Natty Hurst gets the rebound. Not such a good look. It doesn't drop. But we've got another foul. Pereira again. Her third foul in... Uh, and or is it? 
And importantly, the fifth team foul. So Sydney yep, will walk to the other end of the floor and they'll get two. So three fouls in the space of about a minute from Pereira. Not really helping Canberra's cause. No, it's not. And look at that one. Particularly backcourt stuff like Backcourt on the rebound yeah. situation. I don't know that there was anything much more in it than there's been in anything else in the game, but regardless, it's been blown. It was yep. interesting. They had a reset shot clock after the three-pointer that went up and Nat fired it straight back up. She yeah. obviously thought she had a good look, but I was wondering if that, well, a bit of temperance there was going to be the call for Pereira. They need her because her outside shooting is what will get them, help get them back into the game because it's how many people can you defend outside the arc. You see, uh, back of Vic Brown knocks down one of those foul shots and Hurst has got the ball looking to create some space and Sydney defence is tying Canberra up as Bibby turns the ball over trying to find Tolo in the post. Afiaki comes away with it. Dompkins in the right-hand corner finds Butler. She kicks it across to Dockey Smith, who finds back a bit ground on a quick spin and a Ooh, nice she's finish. fouled and makes the basket. And that will put Sydney up by 11. Sydney have certainly silenced this crowd, haven't they, Simon? They're doing a great job. Yeah, Canberra just playing frustrated. They look frustrated on the floor. There's not a lot of patience in their offence either. And, not, and it's not just the patience, it's the, I think some of the choices they're making. Oh, wow, the shot is missed, but Donkins comes up with an offensive rebound. Sydney have got it again. Into Bakovic Brown again. She scores again. She is just she's taking over this, this game. game open, yep. Yeah, absolutely. And Canberra's had to call a timeout here. They've got no choice. 13-point uh, game, 66 plays 53. Yeah. And we've only got 3 minutes 45 left. There's time enough, but a dramatic change in the tempo of this game is going to have to, cap, have to happen for Canberra to get back in. Certainly will, and, you know, they're going to need to... They're going to have to do it from the defence. There's no other way that they're going to do it. They've got to just get so much defensive pressure, and it's got to be smart, though, you know. They're in the situation where they've racked up five fouls, 5-0 five as the foul count in this final quarter with 3.45 to go. And, uh, you know, Canberra have just got to generate some offence out of their defence. That's where it's got to come from. They've got to get up and in, be smart with it, and they've got to stay on the boards. We saw a couple of, uh, you know, easy rebounds for the Sydney group in this last minute or so of this game. Yeah, they just need to get a little bit uh, more confident and, and just smarter in offence too. They're, they're, for the first time in the game, in the last couple of minutes, they put up some dubious shots. They've made some, some poor decisions at the offensive end. Uh, I'm sure we'll hear a bit of that as we cross to Craig now. Yes, Coach Graff said, there's four minutes to go here, guys. We're five shots down. It's not panic stations yet. You have to just run through the place. Too much fronting. Make sure that you front back of it, but make sure you cover off the others without just fronting them straight up. She wants them to play smarter, play team rules, and make sure that they get good looks. Thanks, Craig. We've also got uh, Coach Dalton Ryan wanting now to run the ball inside to the bigs, really looking for the bigs to try and finish the game off for, for them, uh, and also reminding all the players how they've got it done tonight. Offensive, uh, offensive box outs and defensive rebounds. Yeah, a bit of a no-brainer there. Get the ball to Susie Bakovic. That's the game plan. Santella Pereira with a strong drive there on D Butler. Butler fouls her on the shot. So Pereira is going to go to the line, 66-53, three minutes and 33 left in this game. Pereira closes it to 12. And if Canberra can pick up a couple of points in dead time, that's a bonus Definitely. for them. 
the, sh- the shot has stopped. There's two points. She's reliable so from the line, Pereira. Very good. So Butler with the ball now. Natty Hurst. Oh, Hurst with a great deal. Puts a shot up. Back to the ground. Yeah. Finish. Around. Got the shot to drop. Unlucky maybe not to get the foul as well. But four-point play essentially there for Natty Hurst. Pereira almost picked up another foul on Donkins. Donkins gives it over to Deanna Smith. Smith gets it to Butler. Oh, Natty Hurst goes down. Nothing much in that. Bakovic alone under the basket again. That's just killing Canberra. She's just walking into the key. Wow. Nat Hurst now in offense. Drives baseline, kicks it out to Pereira. Not really set up for the shot. Gives herself some room, puts it up, no good. Hurst with the rebound. She resets stuff. Kicks it back. Bibby, turn around, rattles around, no good. Pereira and Afiaki both go down in the rebounding contest. Got a feel for Afiaki. She's hurting already. I'd love to know how you pick someone out of that one for a foul, Simon. Like, those girls are just going hard. They're both holding they, each other. No, I think it was a... Oh, they have called a foul. But on Afiaki. On Afiaki, yeah. Wow. No, I'm with you, Michelle. I thought it was a tie, uh, just a jump ball. Well, I, I was completely different to you, Michelle. I thought it was tunnelling um, as she went underneath Afiaki. It was in the air. Our first touch of the game. Wow. Craig gets his first touch of the game. <laughs> for the <Wow>. season. <laughs> Bibby just coughed up the pass there, but Bakovic knocked it, knocked it free and out of bounds. We have the ref. What have we got happening here? Okay. Inbounds from Canberra. Pereira's got the ball, finds Hurst at the point. Hurst penetrates hard. Ooh. Ooh, wow. Over. No call. Oh, oh man. Popped it up. Oh, Hurst almost lying on the there. ground, and Bakovic and Dan Butler ran over the top of it. No malice intended, but Smith with the ball now. For Sydney, kicks it out to Butler. Butler drives left on Nat Hurst. Back out to Bakovic Brown. She's outside the three, just trying to work the shot down. Kicks it to Butler, outside shot, doesn't drop. Natty Hurst is away in transition. She's got numbers, pulls it up. Abrams now. Oh, Deanna Smith gets oh, a hand in, knocks it free. Abrams fouls at the Yaki. Wow, just, uh, just not looking after the ball well enough at the moment, the Capitals. 68. 57, two minutes left. Things are getting desperate. And uh, again, Sydney will walk the floor and step up to the foul line and make them. Getting points in dead time. Is it back of it, Brown? Is it? No, it's Afiaki. No, it's Afiaki. Afiaki. Great D from Deanna Smith. She just got a hand in there and was able to knock it free from Abrams. Afiaki picked up the ball and was off and Abrams really was not prepared to concede a layup down the other end because that's probably what it would have been. Although making Afiaki run the full length of the floor might have been advantageous with her injury at the moment. She makes both free throws, though. Good under pressure. 70-57 Flames lead with uh, 157 to go, and uh, they're leading this. Finally, Nat Hurst gets the foul call against Susie Bakovic. She's targeted Bakovic about three times now, driven in, taking the bumps. No call. This time she gets it. It's interesting. picks up her fourth. It's interesting that uh, Dolts talked about in the last time out how it was important for them to take Nat Hurst out of the game, take her out of that playmaking role. And Hurst has come out in the last couple of minutes out of that time out. Been she's, in everything. She's been in everything. <laughs> she's just taken over this game. And she Ooh. knows that that's her role. Unfortunately, can't make the foul shot. Well, she has gone at a million miles an hour in this, this time as well. So she'd be tired. Makes the second. Claims it off the front of the iron, though, but it drops happily. She's got Butler in the backcourt. 
Good defensive Ooh, pressure from Canberra. Very Ooh. good. Oh, wow. Afiaki thought she was going to fall over there as she tried to get around uh, Pereira. Back to Butler. She drives into the keyway. Kicks it out to Deanna Smith. Kicks it out. Afiaki open for three. Doesn't drop. Nat Hurst and Kel Abrams go for the rebound. Natty comes away with it. She drives in. Goes coast to coast. Fouled by Afiaki. They cannot stop her at the moment. Look Nat Hurst is trying to pick up this camera franchise and, and take them over the line. And Afiaki had pretty good defensive position and she wrecked up her third. The problem she had was she just brought the arms down. She had to just stood there yeah. and kept the arms straight up. If, you know, if, if Hurst can make a shot over the top of Afiaki, then so be it. But uh, don't put her on the foul line. No. And Let her do it in, in dead time. And, and hard for Afiaki too. Natty Hurst to be hard to to defend with a, with a pair of great legs and she's got one strapped up and the other one she's been icing all game so hey and cred to her you yeah, know absolutely. she's been in pain and she is working her buns off she's, yep. she's doing a great job very very solid play but still a long way from home the capitals 12 points and there's a minute 25 it's going to need something fairly spectacular Canberra have got uh, of course they're in the bonus so every time they foul so if you're Sydney, you're just milking that clock. Yeah, and Sydney are now too, though. So, you know, they yeah. might be able to, um, Canberra might be able to take some advantage of it. I just don't think that uh, Canberra can it's make a up ask. a 12-point deficit in this time frame against a group like Sydney. You know, that's, that's a very big ask. And uh, I just would be very surprised if uh, Canberra could get themselves back into this. It's really, you've, you've got, um, yeah, Sydney have got a lot of possession left. Coach Dalton uh, really now sort of pointing out to the to the girls that uh, they're collapsing on, on defence. She really wants them to to spread out, and give the uh, the Canberra op- offence uh, a chance to put the shot up and ba- and box out and get the boards. Over to you, Craig. Yeah, the Caps they're playing five smalls now, so they've got to shake it loose. They've got to rattle the cage. Coach Dalton, I know as I was running past, was saying that to him. Wake up! There's five smalls out there. As Natalie Hurst makes both of those and uh, puts it back to a 10.4 game with 1.24 to game. Sydney up. Deanna Smith with the ball. Natalie Hurst gets a hand in, coughs it up, but it's Apiaki who comes away with it, so Sydney still regained possession. Domkins now with the ball. Pereira defending her. A lot of going on in the key. Domkins drives baseline, puts up a prayer. It doesn't drop. Natalie Hurst with the rebound. Deanna Smith. Natty Hurst got a hand on the rebound but couldn't hang on to it. She's knocked it I in. think they've called it on Domkins for pushing in the uh, rebound situation on. I was going to say it looked like maybe Deanna Smith had stepped out of bounds to get the rebound, but yep, that's the call. Domkins gets the foul, sends Nat Hurst all the way up the floor. He's up a third personal. One minute to go. This could make it an eight-point game. Probability rising for Canberra, but still a big ask. Nathurst really needs to make both of these and she has played a long and hard game already. Isis the first one. Crowd goes very quiet. Makes the second, eight point ball game. It takes Nathurst to 13 points for the game so she's really putting some numbers up now. She's played 38 minutes of this game so she's been on the whole night. Sydney turned the ball over. Hurst gets Abrams. Hurst has got it back at the point. She knocks she down scores. another two. Back to six points. 70-64. Apiaki's leg went out from under her while she was pulling the ball. She just sprinted down the floor to baseline 
as well. So that knee giving her grief. Butler with the ball for Sydney. Gets past Hurst. She's going to go all the way for a layup. Oh, no. No one coming over to help out. Nat Hurst now with the ball. And Hurst looking to penetrate. Oh, and again she's been fouled. She has just taken this game over and she's going to step out to the foul line. I know in that last score that Graff had asked for a timeout from the bench and the rest could not hear the buzzer. So she wanted a timeout on the last possession, but I think she's missed her opportunity now as we'll see Natalie go to the line. Tolo looks like she will be coming in for Canberra. Natty Hurst, no pressure at all. Nails the first one, makes it a seven-point ball game. This will be back to six. There's 35 seconds left. Oh, wow. Makes it six. What do you do here? Canberra have got to ga- gamble on everything. Just yeah. run it. Oh, oh, and they've nearly forced a turnover. Ah, oh, there we go. Oh, gosh. It's... Oh, oh, yeah. Biddy just difficult. slows up, but... Kel Abrams got a hand in the passing lane. They almost got it to Nat Hurst. Yeah, and Bibby needed to foul and foul quickly. Foul. Yep. Yeah. Coach Graff and Coach uh, and uh, uh, the coaches talked about who you foul on. It's D Butler first, Duncan and Afiaki. <laughs> Order. So Eva Afiaki playing on uh, wounded legs. Playing on no legs. And she knocks it down. <laughs> Makes the first free throw. She's a sweet shooter. She's a lovely shooter and she's a great player. I mean, she's just played through so much pain this game. Makes them both. So it's eight-point ball game again. Looking very difficult for Canberra now. Natty Hurst again with the ball in her hands. Falls away, puts a shot up. First one that doesn't drop for her. Pereira fouls Zafiaki immediately on the rebound. And Zafiaki fell on those knees again. Yeah. And she's grimacing. Man, no one deserves two very large bags of ice more than either Afiaki at the end of this ball game. Susie Bakovic-Brown helping her up and escorting her down the floor. I've been looking for some wrestlers' knee pads for her because, <laughs> sure. gee, she's been <laughs> kneeling on that ground or falling to the knees anyway so often. Becoming very familiar with the floor here. Yeah. Interesting, look at this Sydney setup. Afiaki's at the line, she rattles out the first. Now, Bakovic-Brown, Smith and D Butler setting up in their backcourt. They're not even going to contest. Well, no. they don't want any quick baskets out of Canberra. Oh, she missed both. Wilson with the ball to Nat Hurst. Gets it to Abrams. Abrams drives in on Bakovic. Oh, she blocks it away. Dan Butler now with the ball. Apiaki gets it up to Smith. It's going to be two on one. Sydney going to score here. Kicks it out to Domkins. No, they're going to hold it up. And uh, Bibby and Hurst go over and, and the tackle. Six seconds left in the game. It's all but over now. Third personal foul for Jess Bibby. They know it's gone. Thought Donkins might pull the trigger there, but she hung onto it. And she's now going to go to the line, makes the first of the free throws. See a pretty happy Nat Porter there on the bench. She's, uh, of course, out injured for quite a while. Misses the second free throw. Natty Hurst now. She's going to shoot the three. No other really... Real choice. Comes over and fouls Deanna Smith. Yeah. And so I think the clock has run out. Just seeing if that's going to go to the end of the line. No, that's... So Smith will uh, take the two. Yep. But that's the end of the game. The final result just hanging in the balance here as Deanna Smith walks the floor, goes down all alone under her basket. 
misses the first free throw. How important does the round 15 game between Sydney and Canberra at Canberra become, Simon? That's going to be a hoot. I can't That's wait for that. That's going to be a great game. Docky nails the last of the free throws, so the final score will end up being 76-66 as the Sydney Flames walk away with a very hard-fought win. Um, my first thought is how is Eva Afiafi going to, going to pull up after this game? <laughs> She's running on adrenaline and the, and the whole thing at the moment, but uh, when she cools down and uh, they ice those knees up, I just hope she's, she's sort of been dogged with knee injuries her entire career. And uh, I'd hate to see, see her go down again, but she's standing up in the huddle. Well, that's right. And she's, you know, I think full credit to Sydney. They just really played a tough game of basketball today. They were, uh, you know, smart. There were moments there where it looked like Canberra were going to really take over and get the ascendancy, but they were, you know, strong enough to play through that and uh, keep themselves on target, you know, stay focused at the job and, and get the work done. We're going to Craig Congratulations. In this arena, it must be about three years since you've had a win. I don't know how long it is. I know it's really noisy and um, I think that sort of got to us a little bit in the second quarter, but yeah, great credit to the girls. We're really happy with that win. You shut the crowd up in the uh, late in the third quarter into the fourth. Yeah, well, I think we played a bit too quick in the first half. I mean, defensively we were fine, um, but offensively we were all over the shop in the second quarter. That was a tough game, so really happy that we come up with a win. Season definer? Sorry? A season definer. I've said that the last three weeks, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, we've, we've set ourselves a little mini-season. We've got another game against AAS on Wednesday, and, you know... As I said, great well, job. Bit every bit is tough. Brownie won't let you go to season. No, I know, I know. No, it doesn't matter. Every team you have to respect in this competition, as you know, we saw the Denny on Towns result before, but I think this might put us into second, so I'm really happy with that result. Congratulations. Have a safe trip back. Thank you. To, uh, well, we'll see if we can speak to Susie Bakovich Brown before she goes off to her family, but uh, what a huge game for you guys in the Sydney Plains. Yeah, massive game. We, um, we got to some points through the game where we were struggling. You know, we call it the valley. We're in the valley, but I'm proud of my girls. We got out of the valley and continued, you know, to trip on and get the job done today. You had no rest either when Tolo wasn't on you. You had Jess McCormick, who was just there to keep look you eye to eye all game. Pretty much. You know, it's sometimes a little bit tough. You just get bullied out there because obviously you're a main focus, so they want to try and shut you down. And it's just the whole game crunch. You're getting hit. But you know what? At the end of the day, I do what I can to help my girls win. And, you know, I love this team. And... Great bunch of girls, and I'm just glad we you know we're getting wins now. You know, we start, we we started off really slow, and now we I think we've won a fair few you know in a row, and we're doing really well. It used to be this hard in the WNBL for you, big girls. I think it's my age. I think I'm just getting old. These girls are like 20 years old, and I'm almost 30 trying to get up and down the court. So, getting there slowly. Well, all the best for the rest of the season. Thanks, mate. Thanks very much to Susie Bakovic Brown there, who, uh, well, as you could tell. All these Sydney girls are very excited. Uh, Eva Apiaki, I think, will be our next on the hit list. As uh, Eva, you really have uh, knocked yourself around physically tonight. <laughs> yeah, I don't mean to, but I always end up on the floor somehow. But um, yeah, I'm just really uh, happy we came out with the win today. You were able to uh, play through the pain, which we've seen you so many times. Back at the AAS, you used to be playing hurt as well, but it really looked like you were discomforted today. Yeah, there was one point in the game I actually fell over and hit my knee quite hard. But um, yeah, just shake it off, ice it a bit and should be right to go. So, yeah. Well, congratulations. A great game today. Thank you. Thanks very much to Eva Apiaki. I'm sure the jubilation you're hearing over on this side of the court will not be matched when I get down to Coach Graff. But uh, 
Perhaps first we'll go and have a chat with, uh, well, we'll try and see if we can get in to have a chat with Loz here. And uh, it's, it's great to see Lauren Jackson back and uh, we're looking forward to seeing you in the uh, Capitals singlet very soon. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm looking forward to getting out there. Um, it's been a lot of fun and I wish I was out there tonight. It's a homecoming of sorts, but it also means that you get longer to just having one club in the WNBL outside of the AOS. Yeah, um, well, Canberra's always been my home, so it's um, kind of nice just to get back here and be re- reunited with everybody and with the with Tuggeranong, the Southern Cross Sports Stadium and everything, so it's fun. When do you start going back into contacting training and that sort of next steps? Yeah, this week, so hopefully everything goes to plan and, uh, you know, I'll start playing fairly soon. How emotionally dramatic is what you've been going through? Cancelling a contract, re, you know, coming back home, I guess, is one thing, but to have to go through the stress of what might be going on in the background. Oh, no, I'm, everything's great. Um, I think that once I made the decision to come back to Australia and play with the Caps, I felt like uh, a lot of relief had definitely lifted off my shoulders. Um, you know, I'm, I miss home a lot when I'm away, so, you know, and... Uh, I'm just glad I, I get to come back here and play and the opportunity was here for me and uh, you know, Graffy did a great job getting me here so hopefully you know, when I uh, get back out on court I can do the same thing back. Could you believe the, uh, the way that the uh, Canberra businesses have, have come behind the club and behind you, having you back here? Um, look, they've been great. Everybody really rallied and uh, no, I didn't expect it would happen for one second but you know, I'm very happy that it did. Well, it's good to see you back and we'll love to see you back on the floor. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks very much to Lauren Jackson as, uh, well, Coach Graff just still going through the debrief there with Chris Lucas and uh, as we look around the floor and uh, just trying to find the captain of the side in Kelly Abrams here and uh, there's still a a, a great deal of fans just wanting to be in and around the Caps. They've certainly felt through the blows tonight of this uh, hard match but it is uh, the good sign of the Capitals fans coming back in numbers for a Sunday afternoon match which has been a real struggle for the Caps throughout the season as uh, Kelly Abrams, <laughs> what a tough game tonight, it's uh, well, Coach Graff says these games are finals and that was the atmosphere here tonight Yeah, it certainly was, um, obviously we're disappointed with the outcome, it didn't go our way today and um, you know, I think those, those quick starts really hurt us and you know, we really can't afford to be behind by 10 points or 12 points or whatever it is in the first quarter. What did you put down? Put that down to? Was Sydney just more ready? Or? Um, you know, we're, we've had some pretty slow starts to our games this season and uh, I think, you know, today was another example of, you know, just not being able to afford to being that far behind and, you know, it's tougher to peg it back and, you know, we, we managed to do that but, you know, I think, you know, good teams, we just can't afford to let them get out of the, out of the gates early. Well, it's a tough run to the Christmas break too. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Of course, straining through that chat. But uh, Graffy just finishing up with the Canberra Times now and we'll have a, a chat with her. But guys, what a game. Ten points of difference. And as you can tell, the jubilation of Sydney matched against the uh, angst of the uh, Capitals. And uh, well, we, I might, might try and get Chris Lucas here because Graffy uh, is in... Chris... Uh, Chris Lucas, a, a tough game today. It just it looked like you'd come back and got past them and we're going to go on with it, but they, they were just resilient enough to fight back. Yeah, look, uh, we did a great job to get ourselves back in the game, but uh, at the end of the day, Susie really took control of the game and we really couldn't stop her and uh, she had a huge influence on the game. And 
you know, very disappointing to lose, but the series is not over. We play them again, so you know, we need to get a little bit more settled. We need to get a little bit more out of the post today, and we didn't get that. Abs talked about a slow start to me, but really, after about two minutes, I think you had actually more shots up. You just hadn't been able to get them in the basket. Yeah, look, you know, we have been getting slow starts, but uh, I, I agree with Abs. We, we got some really good shots early. They just weren't dropping for us, but our persistence to get it back in the game was really good. But then we sat on 44 points for a long, long time. We just weren't scoring. What do we have to do now with these couple of away games? We've got to get some Ws, there's no doubt about that. We need to uh, go down to Bendigo next week and uh, just find a way to get that done. And then Perth away and then Dandenong at home. We need to get, we have to get those three wins to put ourselves in a position to make sure we're still in the five. You know, that's where we're at at this point. Well, Chris, a lot of soul searching for everyone out there, but I'm sure you'll get it done. Uh, we'll keep working hard. Thanks very much to Chris Lucas now, as uh, Coach Graff has just finished up with the Canberra Times now. But... Uh, well, it's certainly two very different uh, emotions out there on the floor. That's right, Craig. Uh, you know, this is like a finals game, as uh, both coaches talked about. So, you know, they'd be Capitals are certainly very disappointed with coming away with a loss, and Sydney will be really happy with the win they got. Just having a quick look at the stats, Simon, you look at this. Susie Bakovic-Brown, 31 points, 12 rebounds. And she shot the ball at 62%. Not surprising when she's in the paint a whole lot. So, you know, big contribution from her. Next, uh, you know, Eva Afiaki, oh, sorry, Deanna Smith ended up with 16 for the game. Afiaki with 11. Uh, working through the Canberra scorers, 20 to Jess Bibby, 17 to Natalie Hurston. Gee, she worked hard in that last quarter. She really tried Gave to drag. Everything she had, yeah, yeah, really tried to drag Canberra back into the game. The Capitals again out-rebounded. 42 to 29, uh, 10 each on the offensive glass, you know, but clearly uh, uh, Sydney dominating the defensive boards. And looking at the uh, the turnover count uh, for Canberra, 15 and uh, 20 there for, for Sydney. So they copped the ball up more, but they certainly were able to um, maintain that. It's a, it's a good indication of how intense that game was, though, because two teams with very good, uh, you know, a lot of depth, really good players, a lot of um, great guards... But, uh, you know, just really no opportunity there to... It was such an intense game that they really couldn't um, hang on to the ball. Both teams just had to really get it done and and, uh, just coughed it up. (laughs) That's right. Let's talk a little bit about what Canberra have got coming up. They've gone on the road. They've got Bendigo next week. Really important game for them. They have to get the win there. And then the other games that they have, normally we'd be saying, you know, they'll come away with wins. They've got Perth and then they've got Dandenong. But we saw Perth only going down to Bendigo by three last night, uh, or yesterday, sorry. And, of course, Dandenong knocking over Townsville today. So, you know, there's no easy wins in this competition. And Canberra get get on the road and uh, get the job done. They need to go into Christmas with, uh, you know, at least getting two of those three wins. Definitely. It's, it's going to be a uh, very tough time up to Christmas because the, the main, the main uh, I guess, shining light, what's well, a pretty massive shining light for, for Canberra, is that uh, Lauren Jackson will be back. They're hoping at the moment uh, for the series, for the game here when Perth come to town in the middle of December. Um, and that, that, of course, is, is going to change everything. It changes the dynamic. I would imagine it would have a fair effect on the way that Canberra play their game and uh, certainly has an impact on, on opposition players like Susie Bakovic-Brown, like um, 
Cambridge Penaluma, list, Cambridge, Cambridge yeah, yeah, exactly. That's right. so and, it's and put Abbey Bishop back on the floor oh, as yeah. well. So there's still a lot, you know, it, it's around how quickly Canberra can adjust to those changes to yep. their group and, uh, you know, they just really need to make sure that they stay focused on the job at hand, which is about the team getting the win done. Yep, definitely. Well, thank you very much for joining us. This has uh, been sportradio.com.au. Just going back to the final score, the Sydney Flames 76 have defeated Canberra 66. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. On behalf of Michelle Hocking, Craig Ravel and Brad Fisher, this is Simon Peters signing off and we'll see you next time.